0: Oh, mm-hmm. my mm-hmm.
1: Hello, and welcome to episode 59 of the Misanthropod. I'm Snipe, and as always, I'm joined by Wib. Say hello. Hello. And I am also joined by Drummer Matt. Say hello. Hello. How are you fabulous gentlemen today?
2: I am doing okay. Yep, I'm, I'm good. How are you, Snipe?
1: I'm okay as well. Thank you. I'm glad that we got that out of the way, <laughs> because this is a very special episode that is not entirely and completely brought on with a scheduling error, This is a very fun top five game episode that we're going to talk about video games and what we like.
3: Yeah, basically what (laughs) we're going to do, um, because we're not going to be around for the normal week that we would be recording. Rapture. Uh, Not in fact the Rapture, no. Doomsday. Or Doomsday. No, we're just on holiday, as is Matt. Oh, shit. So... Not together, just a weird coincidence. Yeah, it just just happened to be... (laughs)
1: We're going to the same place and sleeping in the same tent, but not together. That'd be weird. (laughs) Okay, we're not actually
3: having a holiday together. (laughs) I was thinking, what, are we sleeping in the tent in shifts or something? (laughs) Yes. But yeah, so rather than do our usual episode where we just talk about whatever bollocks we're doing uh, over the last two weeks, uh, we're actually going to go through and do something kind of nice and positive and... Talk about our most favouritest video games ever. Well, five of them. Or five of them, anyway. Um, Ranked arbitrarily
1: by numbers. Yes.
2: (laughs) Um,
1: because that's a thing what video games journalism yeah. does and
2: I didn't realise we were doing the rank I thought we were just choosing five so when you mentioned about five minutes ago we were putting them in order I was like oh crap <laughs> <laughs> hurry put them in a, a meaningful order ah. kind of realised that the five best games I chose not one of them I'd really put as number one so I don't know what that says <laughs> but.
3: <laughs> so I guess just to just to quickly get stuff out of the way um, is there is there anything before we get into it you want to talk about that? Uh not really, I've spent the last week, since our last recording, playing Final
2: Fantasy. As I mentioned, I'd started last time. Um, <laughs> so? I'm just, well, obviously, I'm playing on Steam, so there's no discs, but I'm just onto the second disc.
3: Excellent. I believe. I've got to say, I think you you are kind of, it's something you, you're going to be kind of missing out on. Um, there's something very milestoney about getting to each disc, you know? Yeah,
2: but as I mentioned last time, the disc-changing thing, for me, was a complete nightmare, so True having yeah. to, Getting to avoid that Is actually quite great So um,
3: That's fair That's fair um, Other than that I've done bugger all To be honest <laughs> That makes sense That makes sense It's not been very long Since we last spoke How about you guys? Um, I don't really have Anything to report Um Good yeah, read more Inquisitor. I've posted uh, more exits of it on, on Twitter for people to be horrified at. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a few. It's <laughs> not great, but that's that's all I really have to report. Um, Snipe, do you have anything to report?
1: See, when you say it like that, it makes me really uncomfortable because it's like, oh, great, now spotlight's on me. And... <laughs> well, I got I got me some hearing aids. Ah, yes,
2: I saw on Twitter.
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's been interesting. Is I it. got them a few days ago, and
2: boy, is that interesting. <laughs> Do you want to know what I've noticed about it? Mm-hmm. Your fan... Can I say our fan base? Your fan base, let's be honest. Ours. <laughs> like, every single Twitter comment was so amazingly positive.
1: I know. And I was, was just being there like,
2: I was like, wonderful. who listens to, like, and watches you guys? Like, there's not... This is amazing. Like, this is not yeah. what Twitter is like.
1: <laughs> exactly. Our, our community, it's like, so cool. Is phenomenally supportive and so wonderful and accepting and oh my god they're all so lovely <laughs> and that people were like oh yeah no I noticed this when I had glasses or I had my ears like hmm. operated on and I had a weird adjustment period and I'm like this is so fucking cool <laughs> it's lovely you know it's like a, it's like this whole new world <laughs> but no it's like um, yeah I put them on and it was actually pretty cool Uh because the lady like she talked me through them they're, they're digital hearing aids so they're like lightweight and they are basically fitted to my particular type of deafness
2: oh that's cool
1: which is high frequency
3: yeah it's like mild was it like mild to mild severe? to moderate
1: mild to moderate to high frequency hearing yeah. loss and i was like i can't be that bad and then, like I, i'm walking through town and like Wibb's talking to me and i'm like i can hear every word he's saying <laughs> I can actually hear what he's saying, you know? And it's like, then I notice certain things, because it just sounds kind of like a little echoey in your ears. And, like, I I would hear something being amplified, but I wouldn't be able to hear the actual sound. And you're like, oh, that's a bit weird. Like, it's like someone outside did something, like, they they, were stirring a cupper or something, I was like, whoa, (laughs) I can hear that. And, like, the whole... I came home... And I put the computer on, and I was like, "The fuck is that noise?" And Web was like, "Oh, it's that's the uh, the needle on the hard drive going." <laughs> I was like, "Oh." I was like, I actually had to take them out for like a few hours yesterday because it was just so overwhelming because there were so many sounds that I just haven't. I was like, mm. I was sitting there painting my up, up my Imperial Knight, and I'm just like, my breathing is so fucking annoying. <laughs> How do you fucking put up with this? This like whistles and and these. Web's like, no, that's normal. I'm like. Get fucking sucks (laughs) make the world quiet again yeah i
2: i I guess you just you get used to it i guess
1: yeah no i mean the lady that had me that had me fitted fitted the uh, audiologist she was like it's like learning how to hear again Mm. and that's such a perfect descriptor of it like when when i first had them in she was like does that sound strange it's gonna sound echoey and i'm like it does. And then she picked up a couple of bits of paper and started crinkling them, and I was like, Ugh, that's so weird!
3: Why would you do that? Please stop.
1: <laughs> I think she was just showing me the range of weirdness yeah. I can mm. pick up. But no, no, that was... So that's been pretty exciting, pretty interesting, very hard to adjust to. <laughs> Suddenly I can hear half of these things I wasn't able to. I mean, I'm not wearing them now, because I have in-ear earphones, and I don't think it's a particularly good idea to wear over-ear earphones when you've got hearing aids in anyway so yeah but no they're cool Hmm. surprising how much i actually needed them
3: (laughs) yeah yeah but no that's uh a uh, a big adjustment, I guess. Yeah, very much yeah.
1: so. So yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> yeah, like all my news. <laughs> it's a pretty big piece of news. Though, it's, a, so. it's a very big piece news. Of... Hey guys, so I can actually hear things properly now? <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, so
2: everyone's got a tone back on the telling you to fuck off now. <laughs> we, we, can, we can't do it under <laughs> our breath and assume that you can't hear it. <laughs> you can't do it in a really high pitch where you're like, well, right, just fuck off. And I'm like... You can hear oh, it from oh, three buildings oh, away. It's like, hang
1: <laughs> on. <laughs> exactly. But anyway... We should probably talk yes. about all these games, what we like a lot, very much.
3: So I guess about um, we should start off with number, five, number in, five in all of our lists. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through each each number and we're all going to talk about our game that sits in, in that bracket. Okay. And I'm going to go first and I will talk about my fifth favourite game. I don't know, should we have some form of annoying musical jingle when the numbers come up? Well, probably.
1: Yes. We should. Okay, um. da Duh-duh. It's number five! <laughs> Woohoo. Good. <laughs> out, of, out of five, it, this is where I start. And that lowest and go into one.
3: I I was actually I was just going to go and find one on the internet. You
1: don't have to anymore. You have you have a veritable like uh, cornucopia of musical talent right here. Well,
3: you'll see you'll see how much I enjoyed that when you hear it implemented in the video in the end. I guess.
1: Okay. So if you hide my hearing aids so I can't hear it, I know what you've done.
3: <laughs> so anyway, so my number five. Mm-hmm. My number five Mambo. most favouritest game is not Mambo number five. No. Uh, it is the original Castlevania for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Oh,
1: okay. that's a good choice. That's a good game.
2: It's going a bit old school there. Mm. Which you totally played on the original Nintendo Entertainment System. Oh, no, you totally. No, he played it on the
1: Wii. <laughs> I <did> actually,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> I love how you were insinuating piracy. It was like, nah, we bought it on the digital shop on the Wii. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah
3: that's, that's what I meant.
1: Oh mm yeah
3: so um I don't know how much i I, well, I think it's relatively well known but you know for people that don't know um in the u k and indeed in a lot of places in europe the n e s didn't do so great like i know in America like that was the eight bit console whereas here um home pcs had a much better run so things like commodore sixty four your amstrads things like that um but the eight bit console that was the one that dominated was the sega Master system and that's what I actually had as a kid
1: I'm sorry
3: yeah, you should be sorry. <laughs>
1: you poor child.
3: <laughs> I love the Master System, but it's a piece of shit. <laughs> it's got yeah. the worst sound chip in it ever. It's but it's okay, because,
1: like, you know, you love it, and that's fine.
3: Um, so I didn't play Castlevania, like, back in the day. Um, the way I actually ended up playing it, and this was only a few years ago. It was after we started the channel. I think it was, I think it was, like, 2013.
1: So, yeah, a few years ago. Yeah, so, like, five years ago. <laughs>
3: um, it was when I first played it, and... I started playing it because I watched a few videos by a few different creators who were like talking about how much they loved it and how good good the design of it was. Uh, namely there was a, a retrospective that James Rolfe did in as A V G N that was about the Castlevania series and there was Ego Raptors Sequelitis video on Castlevania One and Castlevania Two. And like I watched those like way back then and there was like you know what? The way they're talking about this, this does sound like a real, like a good game. I should really give this a shot because I don't like. I, I I'm no big retro gamer. Like I I can enjoy them, but like I, I like to me, my sort of gaming era starts at like the PS One era, which yeah. I guess does make me a retro gamer. But I I, I struggle to think of anything before <laughs> before the um or anything. Yeah, anything before the PS One. Hmm. To be retro even though I know That is like 25 years ago at this point <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> But yeah so I Eventually played it and I was like yeah this is fucking Great like it's design Is so good um, Like it does the thing that I always Appreciate. It's the original Dark Souls? Kind of is. Uh, Dark Souls is, is Very much a similar Type of layout to it Um So like little things So the game is difficult it's it's true and and it, it's one of the rare games that I did sit down and like really just hammer out until I could beat it. Yeah. Uh it's the only NES game I've ever beaten. Uh because I haven't actually played that. To be fair, I many think many that's them, not know.
1: especially nowadays with a lot of younger gamers, I don't think that's a massive uh, Oh yeah.
3: And I did it legit, I didn't use Save State Zero. No. So playing uh, playing through it like you notice lots of little things like the game will always well, I think there's maybe like one exception, but every time it introduces a new enemy, the first time that that first time you encounter them with some kind of advantage, either you've got like the high ground so that you can see how they behave and so you can learn how to deal with them, or you're left in some kind of position that means that you can deal with it and not how but learn how it works, and then it will start throwing them at you in more complicated situations, and it kind of ramps up like that. So you end up in this nice situation where it's it's harsh, it is difficult, um, and it handles weird, but the whole game is so tightly designed around that, and every time it it messes with you, it has given you some training to deal with it. And it's also nice and fair because it doesn't have continues. Well, it does, but it doesn't have limited continues. So if you're willing to keep plugging at it, then eventually you will beat it. And yeah, it does remind me of Dark Souls in that regard. It's... It's like an early a precursor to that style of game design where it's harsh, but it's fair. Mm. And I really do appreciate that. Also helps that just the sprites are really quite quite fun and colourful. <laughs> um, but not in like a cartoonish way. Just that they're kind of, I don't know, there's something really aesthetically pleasing about them. Despite them being so garish, it's weird. Um, and also helps that the music is fucking incredible. Yeah, it like, is really good. Castlevania, like all the early Castlevanias have great music. I mean, the later ones do as well. But like to me, I never got on with the late Castlevanias, like um, Symphony of the Night and stuff. I know some people fucking love them, and I totally understand why. But to me, I just love Castlevania One so much. Like Castlevania twos it, it's fine. It's it, obviously all the crit- criticisms it's got over the years are completely valid. But it's it's fine. It still has the good music. The graphics are still nice. It still handles like Castlevania, but it's just. An experiment that didn't really work. And Castlevania 3 is great, but I don't know, it doesn't feel quite as tight design-wise as Castlevania 1. And so, yeah, I really like Castlevania 1, and I didn't even come to liking it from a place of nostalgia. It was just, I played it and was like, wow, it doesn't matter how old this is, it's still fucking great. Nice. So, yeah, that's my, that's my number five for Castlevania. <laughs> Who's going next?
1: I'll go next. Okay, cool. Okay, my number five game is... Far Cry
3: Three, <gasps> shock Ooh. horror. That's the one with the vast man in it. That
1: is the with, with vast Montenegro. Yes, that's 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 the one. Now I don't know about this one. This one just it resonated with me damn near instantly. I remember I got this on a whim. I think my parents just came over, gave me their credit card, and went buy yourself something. I guess it was your birthday, so I got it. And I was like, I it was late at night when I first started playing it. And I had no kind of. I'd seen the adverts on YouTube, but I. It's one of those things where you just ignore them because they're adverts.
3: And you you played a little bit of the old Far Cry, yeah. You? And I
1: wasn't a massive fan of the old. They, they were pretty, it's just, yeah. So I thought, no, nah, I'll give this one a go. Why not? And I got like a few, I got like a good few hours in, and I was just like, I was really hooked. It's like you know the the introduction, even with the horrific choice of music.
0: Oh, in the, the start intro. It, the
1: intro of Ooh. it, which honestly, if anyone had that on their phone or were listening to it, I would just punch them in the fucking face. It is the most obnoxious, horrible fucking set of noises I've ever heard. <laughs> it sets you
3: well to meet the characters you're dealing with, doesn't it? Yes,
1: it does. Because <laughs> every character, like, like the character you're playing is, is a fucking bonehead. Jason Brody is a dumb fuck, and I don't really like him very much. Like, the, the only interesting character is Vass. <laughs> and that's <laughs> because, basically, they, they put him in at the last minute with, like, the greatest of expense. <laughs> yeah. Because he, like, Michael Mando, the man who uh, is visually uh, based off Voss and who his performance was basically based off Voss, is um, he auditioned for a character called Lupo, who was basically supposed to be this big, silent, kind of, like, Stoic kind of guy, and then he just went in and just because he'd been like through a bad breakup, and he just went fucking bananas. And they were like, "This is awesome. We need this character in our fuck me." And so they 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 just wrote him in there. And it's like, and that's basically the takeaway from *Far Cry 3* is that you know, Vasa's the like Michael Mano's performance was so fantastic. That it drew a lot of people in, and like I, I thought the character was fantastic. And you know, like the whole kind of survival element was fun. This was back before that was massively worn through, and Ubisoft had towers in every fucking yeah, game. Yeah. So it was back when this stuff was still relatively fresh, so you could you, you didn't get really bogged down by mm. so much of it. um the story isn't massively fantastic. Doesn't it like completely
3: shit the bed about two thirds of the way through? Uh, or something? About
1: like uh, just past the halfway mark, it just fucking just fucking shits itself. You go to you go to an extra island, and it's just it just sucks. <laughs> and it's like, but still, like you know, you want to play through it, and like you know, you've got to that point, you might as well complete. And it basically just pops another new a, a new bad guy there, and goes, oh, this is the guy you hate, and it's like, no, not really. <laughs> It's been literally vast up until this point, and now you're like, hey, check out this guy. It's like, who? <laughs> oh, yeah, we saw him at the very beginning of the game, like, tell Vast that he was going to be right back or something. Yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> but uh, the gameplay kept me going. Um, there's a lot, bunch of stuff to do, you know, like... You, there's like special hunting missions that you know, you hunt a, you hunt a really special tiger or, or whatever, and it gives you like an increased inventory thing because you craft all this shit. And, and like, you could reset the outposts because I love clearing outposts. Mm, yeah, i really did enjoy that like you could just sit there with your headphones in and really become immersed what, and, what was your like, tactic
2: would you go in guns blazing or would you i would
1: never go no i, I would if someone spotted me and i was having a bad day i'd just go <laughs> in throwing grenades everywhere because fuck you how dare you always was trying to be sneaky <laughs> okay but yeah. no for, for the most part i get my I get like my big souped up rifle and i just find a good vantage point
2: i did exactly the same
1: yeah and you clip them all off like yeah. methodically and yeah. it's so far, there's like one of them that's quite later on, where it's like through an outpost and people keep driving through, and if you can like pop one as they're driving through, it's the most fucking badass feeling, and you're like, yeah, I got the driver. Or you could like lead tigers or like other like angry animals into the the play. I think you can lead bears in.
3: What about blood dragons?
1: <laughs> I honestly, yeah, couldn't play that. Maybe feel ill. But no, you could you could lead like animals in there just to fuck shit up, and then you pick them off and you know yeah. ensuing confusion and that I, that I thought was really fun, and it's just it was just a nice immersive world that you could just sit there and just enjoy. So it, like, it was really, really I really did enjoy it like thoroughly. Honestly, I, they've recently re- released the remastered version, which is basically Probably. just yeah. But it's literally just we didn't change anything. Give us more money.
3: Oh. So it's I like, think it's uh, largely meant for... It's for consoles. For, for consoles, consoles yeah.
1: so... But no, so I'm tempted to reinstall it one of these days because it is really fun. And like yeah, just burn through the story and it's, it's kind of like, occasionally it's like, look how deep I'm being. It's like, yeah, whatever. Don't fucking care. <laughs> just get me in a car. <laughs> I barely ever use cars in there, honestly, because I can't drive <laughs> very well. But no... No, it's just it's just a very fun experience for me. Like it it uses except for the music at the beginning, which just happens to be a song I fucking hate. I thought the use of music was fantastic. Like the actual like the kind of um, the jungle kind of like music that would play, say, at night or when you're sneaking about was very atmospheric. It was good. Mm. The use of like licensed music was good. Uh, more specifically, Damien Marley and the Skrillex track that plays <laughs> is. Fantastic, I think that, you know, it maybe lasted a little bit too long, but the idea of that was fucking phenomenal, and the first, like, minute and a half of that is so damn fun. (laughs) You just walk through fucking weed fields with a flamethrower, while, like, dubstep's playing. It's, like, the fucking coolest thing (laughs) in the world. (laughs)
3: it like reaches that point where it's like something is so dumb it becomes amazing especially <laughs> because your
1: screen starts wobbling really violently because you're so fucking high <laughs> because that's how that works oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah that was that was just really fun
0: mm.
1: but yeah that's uh, that's my number 5 okay, okay. so matthew Good.
3: You're number
2: five okay, I, I'm just going to front load with this with um, do it. so when I was choosing, when, when you told me we were doing this last night minutes, while I was yeah. out of the house, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I'd been out the house basically apart from sleeping till we started recording. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I've come up with it, I came up with with five, but to, in order to do it, to try and think of like because me and games, I enjoy them while they're happening, and I can vaguely look back and think, "Oh, I enjoy playing that, but I've, I don't think I've ever once, with the exception of Final Fantasy 7 which I started last week. I don't think I've ever gone back and replayed a game. Hmm. With, I mean, there's a few like things like if a game with like new DLC comes out or free DLC, <laughs> just to yeah. But, you know, <laughs> like Slime Slime Rancher, just as a recent example, a new patch came out, so I went back and picked it up and carried on a bit. But I think like in terms of like the main story of a game, I don't think I can't think of any that I've gone back and replayed. Um like you know i don't have like a go-to game or two that i'll go back and play or whatever yeah um and then so to try and like and plus combine with the fact that my memory is terrible <laughs> <laughs> i'm okay with like remembering numbers or like stupid like you know equations or whatever i have to sit down and learn things for a test back in the day or whatever i could do that but just in terms of like what i've done and things ruth will tell you i, I it's terrible we like, oh yeah we did this holiday or this thing like a few years ago i was like did we <laughs> so, Who are you? So in order to get my list of five games, I kind of set myself a bit of a... I did it through, like, eras. So I picked a PS1 game, which is my first console and when I started. Like we had the, we had a PC before that. And we had a few games on it. But I think I was too young to remember what any of them called or anything about specifics. So the yeah, first, okay. like, real time I got into them was PS1. So I did a PS1, a PS2, a PS3, a PC game. And then I, my fifth one, I had, like, a free choice of, like, anything.
3: Um, Yeah, that's probably a much more um, sensible system than we had, which was just to use our brain, our brain meats to think of things.
2: Yeah, but the downside of this is that, like, one of those five games, like if I picked like multiple PC games, some of these games in my list of five best games possibly wouldn't be in my five best games ever. If that makes sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, And then I've literally just put them in a one to five order five minutes before we started the podcast when you told me that (laughs) i had to um so like
1: ruining the illusion drama come on
3: (laughs) it's fine look i always assume that whenever someone does a list like this um if they did it a week later it would probably be slightly different because that's how these things work yeah yeah well yeah like i've mentioned a few times
2: but yeah final fantasy if we did this list in a couple of weeks after i finished that because It possibly will get up there, but because I can't... I remember playing it the first time around, but I don't really remember enough about it to put it up there. Whereas I'm fairly sure, judging by how much I've enjoyed the first about third of it or whatever I've got through, I'm fairly sure by the time I finish this, this will go to the top of... or near the top of the list. (laughs) Okay. Future list
1: spoilers
3: here.
2: (laughs) But anyway... Your number um, five. My number five was my PS3 choice, Fallout 3.
3: Okay. Okay, cool.
2: I went into it, as I imagine a lot of people did, not having played one of the previous
3: Fallout games, or really knowing about it that much. I think especially if you were coming from a console perspective, because, yeah, I think there was, like, a PS2 Fallout game, and it was, like, a spin-off or something. But apart from that, I don't think it had been on consoles really much at all.
2: Yeah, I I don't know what... I can't remember. I knew there was previous games, Well. Even even Fallout Three, there was presumably at least two other games, at least. <laughs> no, I know that there was various ones, and there was they were they weren't at all the same, really. From my no, like top-down
3: isometric um, style
1: RPG things, very old school kind of PC
2: mm, looking. Yeah, based but, on GUPS. But um, I don't think mm. I'm the only one who, or the only one to which Fallout Three was the first experience of the whole Fallout universe world setting. Yeah, it was um, mine as well, honestly. And just just the aesthetics of that game, like the sort of the setting it's in and the, the sort of 50s but futuristic thing they've got going on was just... Yeah, I love that shit. <laughs> it's completely great. and The soundtracks are awesome. And yeah, like it's obviously it's Bethesda. It's got weird bits to it. But I played it on, like I mentioned, the PS3, so I didn't have the same issues with like it not really being a shooter; it being more of an RPG, but because you're playing with a with a controller anyway, that kind of basically all shooters with a controller are kind of look whether you hit things or not anyway. So, <laughs>
1: especially like in those days, so
2: I didn't really notice any of that, and that at that time I'd never, apart from like I mentioned earlier, our old DOS PC, I'd never had a PC game to play shooters and things on really, so I hadn't really had the mouse and keyboard experience. So I didn't notice any of that jankiness. I Imagine if I went back now, I'd be like, this is why this is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't played a console game for quite a while. Um, but at the time it was great. And I could put hours and hours into it. I remember being probably, probably playing it between uni holidays or something. I was back at my folks and just playing it and just you know, getting home and just going up to my room and be like, yep, I'll be down in a bit. And then just spending, you know, a whole <laughs> evening, <laughs> <laughs> just immersing myself into cool fifties futuristic stuff. Yeah. Um yeah, don't have too much more to say about it because like I said, my memory is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: like the part where Middle Gear Ray jumped up.
3: <laughs> I don't think that happened in that video. Honestly can't, remember I sto-
2: honestly can't remember what the story is. Is that the one where you're looking for? The story is Liam
1: Neeson is your dad, then he fucks off.
2: Your dad, yeah.
1: And he just goes away.
2: Yeah.
1: And you're like, oh shit, daddy.
2: <laughs> Which made more sense no. than the more recent Fallout, because, like, it's less, slightly less pressing. Like, going off on all the side quests where you're still trying to look for your kid is all a little bit weird. Whereas, like, uh, he's only my dad. Like, I'll look for him at some point, but if I so, go, yeah. if I go off and get distracted f- by something... if a fully grown adult.
1: Yeah. I'm sure he's fine. If I go off and get
2: distracted by something, it's not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, yeah,
3: there
1: you go. Number five. Okay, cool. Nice.
3: So, on to number four.
1: Number four.
3: I am not a number, I am a free man.
1: You are number four. Uh,
3: (laughs) So, my number four, leading somewhat neatly on from my number five, is Dark Souls the first yeah. one okay yeah oh
1: demon souls no the first dark <laughs> souls game you dick <laughs> i could not resist that yeah fair it's either me doing it or someone in, in chat like, well in someone in comments like well actually
3: well they, they can well actually but they'd be wrong yeah. so because um, yeah demon souls is a is a different series despite kind of not being i am
1: i am just mess yeah yeah it. i know it's it. fine you can start talking about dark souls now go
3: on <laughs> um but yeah uh, to be honest uh, i like dark souls for a lot of the same reasons as castlevania
1: sexy main character um well it can be
3: i mean you know if you can wrangle the from software character editor um, mm. enough to make a character that looks like a human that is no I
1: don't, or maybe I don't think you're just possible.
3: you're just really into blankly staring mannequins i don't know mm. um but no, uh, the original Dark Souls. Like um, I, I haven't yet played the uh, remastered version. Uh, to be to be honest, I... seems
1: like it's uh, subtle, but it's done pretty well by the yeah, look of it. Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, but I played the share of the original one, um, and as I say, much like much like Castlevania, it, it's it's you know the entire thing is based around the idea of it's difficult, but for the most part I'm looking at you Capra Demon Bed of Chaos um, for the most part completely fair um, it's just hard when they ran
1: out of money it was bad hmm? just when they ran out of money it got bad well yeah
3: <laughs> yeah uh, Lost Isleth mm-hmm. uh, has got a lot of holes in it let's just say mm-hmm. they
1: don't even um, have full dragon enemies yeah they, they could c- only afford to get the butts. they could
3: only afford to get the dragon asses I know. that
1: was it Cuz um, <laughs> make... asses dragging everywhere
3: yeah <laughs> Oh dear um, <laughs> But yeah It is It, it is um, You know I don't really need to tell anyone But it is a fantastic game um, Like as I say Harsh but fair um, It didn't require Like There's a certain amount Of like speed That you require For like Dark Souls 3 um, Which ran a bit faster
1: I said Bloodborne Had a bit to do
3: with that. Yeah Yeah I, I, I haven't been able to Play Bloodborne yet Because I don't know anyone With a PS4 to try it on <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Um, when the PS5's announced we'll get the PS4 oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) we'll pick it up cheap
3: um but yeah there's there's a certain speed there and likewise there's a certain sluggishness about Dark Souls 2 but sort of the middle ground between those two is the original Dark Souls and I feel that's a really nice space because if like me you have a bit of a shit reaction time um You can sort of get away with that a lot easier in Dark Souls 1, um, even if you still can't, to this day, get parries right. (laughs) Um, But, you know, um, fucking gorgeous, interesting world that's revealed to you so piecemeal. Um, that it becomes uh, just a kind of soft ARG, just people trying to work out what the fuck is going on.
1: No, it doesn't. Um, doesn't exactly spell things out for you.
3: No, and like on the one, like I, I, I can totally understand people that don't like that because it's it, it could be uh, it can be very frustrating when you just we just go, but I, I just want to know why I'm having to kill this person because um, they're there. Um, you know, to be fair, the only real answer is because they're there. Um, <laughs> they're in the way, and you must kill them. Um but yeah, the way the way the, the game like you know, ramps up um and does little little things um with it because it doesn't use much music throughout most of the game. There's only really um really at your like original um spawn point um that you have music at um flame link shrine? Flame, uh, it's falling out of my brain what it's called. Flying shrine. One, I think. Yeah. Like the the music, that's like one of the few places which has music, and apart from that, it's really only boss fights that have it. I and, think it's used very well. But yeah, the, the music's quite often like like you know big and bombastic when you're fighting enemies. You know, sometimes that's perfectly understandable, like on uh, Sinsmog and stuff like that. Like you, you mm-hmm. anything other than big and bombastic would be a little weird. Yeah. Um. But like occasionally they'll just do kind of weird things with it. Like I remember the Moonlight Butterflies, like music is bizarre. And uh, of course, the, there's the whole Gwyn boss fight where it's just piano on its own. And I think that's
1: incredibly yeah, uh, very
3: cool. You're fighting this 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 like like the final boss of the game, and it's just playing this soft piano music. And it's one of those like most, as I say most of the most of my my things that I like about it are the same things I like about Castlevania. It's just on a grander scale and much more modern, and. Even though the later games have done certain things better, they've maybe looked better or had been a bit tighter mechanically, or ran at sixty frames a second without like busting up your weapons, busting up the jumping. <laughs> um, like there's still something about that first game that is just—I don't know—it just it's just better than the other ones, and I can't really quantify why. It's one of the few, like the few games where, when beating it. I just sat there and just watched the credits go by whilst the music played because it was sort of like... Oh,
0: that's
1: how you know it's a good game. The
3: music sort of that's playing there was sort of a nice way to kind of tie off how I felt about the game. Like, I, I just sat there and just kind of took it in and sort of... I don't know, you sort of just enjoy that. And I always think that's a sign of a good piece of media when you sit through the credits because good credit... I mean, obviously some credits have shit music on the end and they kind of ruin it, but a good credit sequence will have music that is so, like, fitting with the game that it's a good way to decompress after after a game, I feel, you know?
1: It's almost a bit like a
3: musical debriefing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I very much felt that at the end of Dark Souls 1. At the end of all the Souls games, in fairness. That I've beaten. I never got around to beating Demon Souls Um
1: I think you'll be forgiven. Because
3: I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> yeah. It's not bad, it's just a bit inferior compared been, to Dark Souls 1. Yeah, if
1: you've been playing the updated versions, you go back. Yeah. That's going to be different. Um,
3: but yeah, so Dark Souls, it's good. Surprise, surprise. Uh, moving on.
1: Shock horror. <laughs> okay, so for my number four, this was really difficult. Like, the biggest problem I have with, like, numbered lists is I don't know where to put everything. And I wanted to put this one up way higher. Same with. Pretty much every other one of my choices, <laughs> but it's just going to have to settle for number four for now, which is the original Witcher. Okay, fucking love that game. It's fantastic. It's jank as all balls, <laughs> and it's just fucking weird. And I still love it. It's fucking. So it's like I've played like I've played the other Witcher games, and they're good, but I don't know. I can't get over the original, like the initial feeling of just going into that and then learning the fucking weird combat controls and <laughs> and just being blown away by how well ev- everything was written and how much of a rich backstory there was there and it wasn't just like, hi, I'm Jim Expositionman and I'm going to tell you backstory.txt I'm,
3: G- I'm Gerald from the Riviera
1: <laughs> I'm Grandma from, from Nivea but yeah, no and it was it was interesting, you know. It's like it, it kind of did throw you in at the deep end immediately with the weird fucking controls and Triss's outrageous jiggle physics because <laughs> she's basically just in a fucking chainmail like bikini top and it just I honestly have trouble taking games or just media seriously when it's like stuff like the characters in like literally a bunch of strings. I'm not gonna take your medium seriously. Her I'm titties do bounce around
3: like crazy, especially in, early, especially in those early cutscenes. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, Geralt's got. Geralt. <laughs> Geralt's got, like, the big fucking. like, His, his like, shirt's open to, like, his belly button,
3: basically. He's showing off his fine collection of chest hair. <laughs> to be
1: fair, that chest hair is amazing and the only reason I like this game. <laughs> so, no. It's just. Oh, God. Like, voice acting, like, uh, it's fantastic and, like. Just oh it's so good (laughs) the music is fantastic to the point where i get weird i get weird kind of like pavlovian responses to it like uh matt mercer uh the latest critical role campaign with the mighty nine he's been given explicit permission from cd project red to use the witcher soundtrack yeah during a fight he puts on one of the songs from the first game I'm at the gym, and I immediately go into fight or flight mode. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> shit! <laughs> and I, I, like, I didn't exactly notice it straight away. And I was like, oh shit, okay. And like it was like, I say that, it was like a second yeah. where I was like, oh god. So, yeah, no. Just, uh, the characters are great, the storyline is fantastic, it doesn't spell a lot of shit out for you. You know, like you say, Dark Souls. It yeah. spells it out way more than that, of course. Um... Yeah, no, I really liked it, but yeah, I just have to play it with, head- with my headphones in because it's just so damn immersive, and it deserves like to just have the headphones put in and just ignore the rest of the world. <laughs> yeah, and just go out and kill a bunch of monsters, and you know, it's it's fantastic, very fun. I like you like I like very good.
2: <laughs> Yay!
1: Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> driver but what about you
2: so um, my number four game is my ps2 choice ah. i've gone for gran turismo 3 ooh a yeah, driving game a driving game yes <laughs> I, 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 honestly <laughs> yes i have more things to say about it <laughs> you can no. drive cars, gran turismo 3
3: is indeed a driving game
1: yes it is
3: do you want to know a really tiny pointless bit of trivia about gran turismo 3
1: it's it's on the ps2 uh
3: gran turismo 3 was the last game i legitimately lost my temper with (laughs) really it's actually the reason why i'm so much more placid about games um than a lot of people when i'm actually playing them like i don't get angry with them because i got so angry with that game i I sort of had an epiphany of like (laughs) wow this is really stupid for me to feel this angry about this (laughs) what were you angry about driving uh rubber banding mostly oh okay And how they'd remove everything I liked from Gran Turismo 2, because I used to love the game. I I love Gran Turismo 2. Yeah, Gran Turismo
2: 2 was... was, um, Yeah, I kind of choosing 3 because of my arbitrary rules of picking one from each one meant that I couldn't (laughs) choose Gran Turismo 2 from PS1, because I have at least one or two games I prefer in that so I couldn't choose it, and I honestly didn't. I couldn't remember much else. I played on the PS2, so it's in my list. But because of my arbitrary <laughs> constrictions it's not as good as Gran Turismo 2. But that's not in my list. I... <laughs> you could just have Gran Turismo 2. Just you know? say Gran no, Turismo no, 2, dude. I started with arbitrary rules. <laughs> <laughs> but okay then, Fuck,
1: Go... fine. You've buttered your bread. Go and fucking stick a knife in it. <laughs>
2: um, I have. Uh, I did. I. Yeah, from what I remember of the game, one of the main things I do remember is driving down a long straight with... It's got a good soundtrack, Gran Turismo 3. A lot of feeder, which at the time was pretty much my dram.
3: Well, didn't the intro movie um, have just a day on it?
2: Yeah, I believe so. And there's, I can't remember, there's a few others. And it's got um, Goldfinger in it as well, on the, on the um, soundtrack.
3: <laughs> completely forgot about that. Yeah,
2: I completely forgot until I just double-checked what was in the soundtrack. Um, <laughs> uh, 99 Red Balloons, which is ah, a good cover. Yeah, that's cover. a great song. <laughs> they do great. We should know. We covered that. Cover. We covered that. Mm, cover. yeah. We did. <laughs> um Yeah, I did quite a lot of the. I got quite into the long time races where you had to do like you know endurance ones, and I spent just spent a lot of time sitting and doing the same lab, laps. And there was something oddly satisfying about it,
1: like Euro Truck um, Simulator kind of satisfying.
2: Yeah, almost. It almost because it stops being a racing game and it's a driving game, but. There's, yeah, which is there's a subtle difference. Like you laugh. No, no, there is. But I mean, the races are good, and it's it, you know split screen multiplayer is always good fun. So you can invite a mate round and send it. I think I ra I did races with my. I did some of these endurance ones with my dad. I think actually, thinking back, <laughs> like because you couldn't because it was actually endurance that you couldn't. It wasn't like a full on you know twenty four hours. I can't remember how how long these things were, and probably less long than I've now been known to sit in front of a game non stop. <laughs> but at the time, it seemed like a long time.
3: Uh, I remember they there was I th- in one of the games there was the Le Mans 24 hour in real there. time. In real time, oh my, I don't think I ever did that. <laughs> uh, I that I think that was Gran Turismo 4 where you could activate um, like the AI to drive for you and you could speed it up. Um, so I did that. I think you you like when you just, like narrowed it down. It lasted like four hours or something. So I literally like set it up to be like conservatively driving, um, but I was in a really good car and then just went like had my dinner and I like, did other <laughs> things. Was watching TV and then I just occasionally flicked back to the uh, the A eight, V like, eight output <laughs> to check in every now and again and like awesome. to go to the pits periodically. Awesome.
2: What I do remember because I think Gran Turismo two and three were still fun to drive I think we got I think I tried four for not very long it's got so realistic for the time like driving mm. conditions it wasn't fun because you couldn't drive in a fun way you had to drive like you were just on the road basically whereas yeah. three you could still drive and have fun with it as well so the I was really into yeah the, the first three of the games I really enjoyed and then after that I haven't really played them much um because it all got a bit too serious.
3: Yeah, I get that. I get that. I
1: remember I played, I think it might have been a Gran Turismo game. Um, I rented it from my local game store, which is showing how fucking old I am. And I wanted to race and it was like, you can't play the game until you pass the driving test. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. look, if I wanted to fucking do that, I'd go past my actual driving test <laughs> and drive around. Fucking let me race. And it was like, no, you I can't. I think it was
2: so satisfying to doing all the challenges, though. I like I enjoyed that, but that's the sort of yeah. But I,
1: am. I literally <laughs> couldn't progress, and I'd spent like all my pocket money on renting this. Oh, apartment. okay, so, yeah, okay. If it's rented yeah.
2: and you've got a time in it, that's really nice.
1: Yeah, it was literally for like oh, what was it? It was like two days.
2: <laughs> yeah, okay. and that was yeah. that was a
1: week. That was a week's worth of pocket money from my mum, dad, and my nana. So that was it. It was just like okay, fine yeah okay that's this is bad. fuck these <laughs> games i'm never playing another one because i hate them kids
3: today don't know the pain of uh, renting games and ha- and like that well, being like they don't
1: know the pain about capitalism so i'm pretty sure they do <laughs> well,
3: <yeah>. um <laughs> but the, of, of having of having a game and that being the game that you have for the weekend oh yeah and you've you've got to fuck it like you you got fuck, it, you've got to you've got to complete it I didn't rent. Or I, you've got to enjoy it. I think I only ever rented games like a couple of times. Rented I was I was lucky game. enough to not be in like I had enough games that like renting them wasn't something I needed to do. Yeah. But I was in that position a couple of times, and it's it's not fun. It's
1: not fun. <laughs> I think especially if you like you sit there and you um and r and then you pick a game
3: that sucks
1: and you're like shit. I'm got <laughs> yeah. to play it for the whole fucking weekend. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, because we... I got to get my money's worth. When we
2: first got out, so speaking of PS2, because that's what this category was for me. I know you're not doing the category thing, but mm-hmm. like when we first got the PS2, I think the first game we got it for Christmas one year as a present to like, I've got two brothers and it was a present to like all three of us. And that was like the only yeah. thing we got. A two player console for three children. Yeah, we had a, we had a tap, Oh, like an off-brand one. So you, you had to unplug it and plug it into like different ports and things. Ah. But um the two, I believe the two games we got with it when we first, because I don't know if we like chose or if, I can't remember, but the two games we got with it. Were Crazy Taxi and Simpsons Hit and Run, which is Simpsons okay. Crazy Taxi. <laughs> so, yeah. so... Simpsons
1: GTA, isn't it? <laughs> no,
2: Simpsons Crazy Taxi. You drove around and picked up people and dropped them off, and it's uh... the same as. There's a bit more to it, like Explorey compared to Crazy Taxi, but they're kind yeah. of the same game. And those yeah. were the two games we had on it. Hmm. <laughs> and and yeah. It's both single player games as well. Uh, I no. I think you can all 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 games, but all games back then had multiplayer on, basically. Like all games were multiplayer, like joint, like you know, local multiplayer.
3: It's
2: one well, of what, them. Yeah, like so many of them. I'm sure more than now, no games have oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> yeah. That down. But yeah, but though, but despite them being the same game, yeah, those were the two you played because that's all you had.
3: Yeah, yep. and now we've got mm. Steam libraries.
1: <laughs> even if even if you hated the game, you'd play it because yeah. what else is there to fucking play? <laughs> uh, the,
3: I think my, my most one of those things was I had my one my, like my first console was a Sega Game Gear, um, and I had uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, which is the the master yeah, system version, which mm. is fine. Um, a game called Haley Wars, um, that's actually a, 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 I believe a very underrated um, space shooter. And by underrated, I mean I played it as a kid, yeah. um, and no one else has heard In of. In
2: my head, it was two people called Haley fighting, but the only two I could think of was Haley something from Paramore and Halley the astronomer.
1: See, my brain was <laughs> yes. like, "Yeah, I was like, it's yeah. it's some woman versus a comet."
2: <laughs> well, I went to the person who named the comet, but
3: I mean, yeah, yeah. fighting the okay, comet. Okay, Captain. <laughs> it is named, it is named after the comet, so. Um, and I uh, had micro machines. Which, Micro Machines was the shit. Which was the shit. So And then I good. had the the fourth game I had was uh, Mickey Mouse's Castle of Illusion, I think it was, and that and I really hate that game. I know some people like people really like, I think it was the Mega Drive version, but I really hate the Game Gear version of it. Mm. Um, but that was like the one game that I had So I'd like, go and try and play it, so, like over years trying to like get some enjoyment out of it, and just it was like every time like fuck this, <laughs> I'll go play more Sonic. <laughs> this day i only have four game gear games actually <laughs>
1: that's okay that's like four more than most people ever had
3: <laughs> the bloody thing barely works anymore <laughs> all right moving on to number three
1: yes yes web Weblet.
3: um well to to completely change gears uh, uh, from uh, your previous driving game i'm yeah. gonna to go to a very different driving game Tenshu. Tenshu is not a driving game, nor well, the one yeah, on my list. Yeah, but it
1: is very different from Gran Turismo. Well,
3: I was going to go for something that is still a racing game. Mm. Uh, you which, can race in Tenshu. Okay. Which is Mario Kart Double Dash. Oh yes, good choice. Because um, I don't think I have to explain myself. You it's literally no, fun, wasted fantastic. years on that game. Well, Why I say waste?
1: Mm. You play that game for literal years. It's
3: yeah, I, I fucking love Mario Kart Double Dash. Like I. I've played other Mario Karts and I, I, you know, I enjoy them just fine. But um, I think a combination of nostalgia and really liking the, ha- the the having to combine two characters and getting the specials that, are, you know, between them and trying to find a good, like, synergy between the two. Like, I don't know. I just really like that. And even, like, the, you know, picking characters because, you you had, like, uh, medium um, light and heavyweight characters yes. and there you know, were restrictions as to what you could do depending on what you wanted and you know the heavyweight cars tended to be faster but accelerated slower and the small cars had great acceleration but shitty um, shitty top speed and yeah there's just there was just something about that game I just really really liked like I even did like a fucking tournament at college. Oh, nice. um, of Mario Kart which
1: um... we had a Soul Calibur tournament at
2: my <laughs> college
3: Do you don't what I don't
1: like Soul Calibur <laughs>
3: <laughs> because
2: of the tournament or
1: uh, that didn't help because people were literally using the same move over and over again and literally screaming in your face because they but, were like yeah but you but fucking fuck, suck all it's like... fighting games it's not. And honestly, like, I, I promised myself the next person who does that gets a stab in the throat. Because <laughs> no, ain't no one doing that to me again.
3: The um, <laughs> fun thing about the, the Mario Kart Double Dash tournament was that um, me and my mate at the time who were organising it, um, what we did was we didn't play in it because we were quite good at the game. Uh, and we played together a lot. So Seems fair. And as far as we knew, we were like, if we're arranging this... If we enter it, there's a quite big chance of us winning it
1: because you're a bunch of. Because we we knew
3: we knew that (laughs) the people who were going to be entering it were not people who played it all the time. Yeah, yeah. and we thought that was fair. And what we did was we said we we basically did a thing where we did the tournament, and it was like whoever won, like basically you've won the tournament. match. You've won the tournament, but then play against us. So basically, you guys were like. The final boss. Excellent. Yeah, we were accurate. like, if you awesome. if you didn't beat us, then it was fine. You or still Jim won. Yeah. yeah, you still won. But
2: bonus round,
3: uh, we beat the person that won by over a minute. I think it was Yoshi Circuit.
2: Who, who was it, Were you two racing against each other as well? No, no,
3: we were racing as a
2: pair. Ah, okay, right. Because I was going, um, I was going to ask who won out of the two of you. But if you race as a pair, you never found the answer.
3: Yeah, I can't remember. I I don't think we actually. I think we usually just race as a pair and like just put it on like whatever, like the high, like 150cc all the time and just, yeah, just did that. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's very much a game from my college days. Mm. I spent so much playing that and one of the reasons why I have a real fondness for the GameCube, despite it not being the best, or more accurately, not having the best games. The Honestly, GameCube's- I thought it was
1: fun. Fine, and that I guess is the problem. That it was yeah. just middling, and yeah, that's it's all
3: right. I think the GameCube um, has fantastic first-party Nintendo games on it, but everything else.
1: Uh... So maybe that's just a fault with Nintendo systems. There was, yeah, quite there often was, they, yeah that's how they. Do. They just they're very kind of like Nintendo only, and maybe only a couple of garbage like cast off.
3: I think it's just because they became very much a kind of third wheel. For a lot of uh, a yeah. lot of recent history, mm-hmm. so they don't get the priority of things. But the first party stuff is generally always amazing. Like, yeah, that's that's just Nintendo. You know, Star Fox Zero and things like that. Aside, yeah. we ended up getting a um, GameCube
2: in first year of uni, and Double Dash was one of the two games I had on that. The other, which being uh, Twilight Princess. Oh, okay. But we didn't that, play but... Twilight Prince. I played it for like half an hour because just whenever we we're playing it, someone else noticed that we were getting the GameCube out and then came and was like oh yeah double dash so we spent a lot <laughs> so long playing double dash we set all the um, all the records and all the tracks so it spelt out I think like Sam is a knob or something like that John is an ass something like that yeah
1: no it is John is an ass because you lent us like oh is it because okay. cause i remember that oh yeah you lent us like a memory card or something and like Whip was playing it and it was just like john
2: is an app <laughs> what <laughs> that, took a li- that took a little while but it was very satisfying <laughs> <laughs> so yeah never got chance to really play to get stuck into twilight princess because mm. double dash is just great so yeah mm-hmm. i
3: yeah heartily agree with your choice it's, it's one of those ones where, yeah, I don't really have that much to say other than just if you've never played it and you have access to it, give it a shot. I don't know how it would compare to if you're more used to the modern Mario Kart games, but I remember playing, like, the... the I think it was the last one that was released on the Wii and being like, eh, it's fine, but it's no double dash, you know? Mm-hmm. so Will I, anything ever be? Yeah, I haven't played the most, you know, the Wii U ones or the... Um, is there one on the Switch? I think there's one on the Switch. Maybe. Yes. Um, Probably there is one. Um, I don't. I, I don't know when it was released. If it's released yet, <laughs> I try
2: not to look too much at Switch because it just makes me sad because I don't have one. Uh, <laughs>
1: <That's> yeah, <fair. laughs> I keep going like one day. Yeah, one day. But yeah, one day.
3: But yeah. Um. So yeah, Mario Kart Double Dash is good. Um. Moving on to Snipe. Oh. Okay. Your number three. My number three is Doom. Which Doom? doom just Doom. if they doom. refuse Wait, to name things <laughs>
1: properly i can have doom 2016 and 1993 on the same fucking slot that, that <laughs> Fuck is fair yeah. I mean,
3: yeah. yeah yeah
1: the moment they start naming shit properly is the moment i'll start adhering to the strict yeah. numerals
3: and in
2: fairness they are both very good um by them having bad names you're rewarding them by putting two of their games in your list so they're going to keep doing bad names
1: well then, I'll keep being able to just like loophole my way around the top five <laughs> games. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll guess I'll start off by talking about
3: Doom. <laughs> okay,
1: <laughs> this is fun. I like Doom. It's a good game, is Doom. It is. I also like the other Doom that they made. That was. Can you, also can you very stop fun.
3: saying it like that? Doom. Yeah. Why? That's there's just something about that <laughs> that goes right through me. Doom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah. Okay, Doom nineteen ninety three. I first played this as a as a wee little little bab snipe, and it was terrifying, very scary game. Well, you can use with the hyper realistic graphics we have. <laughs>
3: Events. I was I, I like was kind of like I felt like kind of sick watching it when it I was, was a kid. It was
1: that fucking gory and but terrifying. I was, I was a bit of a wuss as a child. I'll be honest. I I was too, but you know. Like I don't know. It's like this. I, my sheer bloody mindedness made me keep playing.
2: It was I, fantastic. I was never that nervous of it because I never. I whenever I played that, that was actually my dad playing it, and I was sat next to him. <laughs> and when you're sat uh-huh. next to your dad, you feel braver. So <laughs> That's uh, fair, I, I didn't. Yeah. It didn't quite have the same the same impact.
1: Yeah, but no, I I play this with like my brother. Like like we we like kind of swap and play and stuff like that. And and later on, we got another computer and we have LAN matches together
2: awesome
1: so like i'd make a map or my brother would make a map and yeah i i was like six years old or <laughs> <laughs> like like about seven or eight years old and making maps because that's just what you did it was impossibly difficult but as a kid you just don't mm. give a shit about that kind of thing yeah it's like you can just push through really difficult or really badly made games or just painful shit and you're like yeah i can do this i can suddenly make doom maps this is fine and we just play each other a lot, and it was just hours and hours and hours of fun. And it was just so gory and scary and adult and cool and brutal and and grim. And oh god, everything about it was awesome. <laughs> like the Cyber Demon, my brother was obsessed with the Cyber Demon. <laughs> like he'd he'd always draw like Cyber Demons or like like we get like the occasional kind of word with us at kindergarten where they'd be like so. Alistair seems to be obsessed with a creature called a cyber demon. <laughs> We're not sure you know about this. <laughs> and they're ah like, oh, no no it's this big fucking like it's, it's it's one of Satan's minions you know from like Mars and Hell. <laughs> and they'd be like, Oh, okay, is Mars
3: hell the same as Earth hell?
1: It's worse. <laughs> okay. You get cyber demons. Well, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, fair. yeah, fair point. Fair point. Mm-hmm fake doom fan <laughs> but yeah so he'd always be like we, when we'd always be talking about it we'd be drawing them and like i always liked the uh, the cacodemons were cute <laughs> they are yeah and i always liked the uh, the hell barons because they were like giant big goatmans with that pointy hoof feet and they would <laughs> throw stuff at you but even till this day the noise they make when you when you basically discover them is terrifying. It's a big Wah! kind of like roar almost.
3: Is this another thing I should put into like the stream notification sounds, like the metal <laughs> gear alert noise to freak you out? <laughs> Probably.
1: It's like so fucking. Oh god! Like the game, the gunplay is so fantastic. Like it's still really fun after all this time. Mm. After, like, I don't know, it's been at least 75 years. And it is still so fucking fun. And even Doom 2 is pretty decent, sans those levels.
3: There are some pretty shitty levels in Doom (laughs) 2.
1: Ooh, there's some bad ones. Uh, But no, yeah. Just fantastic. Fucking love that game. Love the music. Even though it's all stolen. (laughs) I don't
3: know what you mean.
1: uh, E1M1 is so original exactly i don't know what i'm talking about i mean
3: all i'm saying is that you know if if perchance someone happened to be walking past the id officers with a you know large stereo blasting metallica pantera 9 inch nails you anything know, it's else possible that some influence might have been maybe uh, maybe been some
1: influence <laughs> who knows honestly no man can say yeah.
3: <laughs> but no
1: it's just that it's, I, I i would play that so much and i and like I would play it multiplayer, I would play with my dad's friends. You know, I'd literally be in a room of like, we would have LAN parties, and it it would always come back to Doom Hmm. or Duke Nukem 3D. And like, Doom was the more, that was the serious, you know, that was the big daddy one, but you know, Duke was the (laughs) hee hee boobs (laughs) one.
3: I think Doom has aged significantly better than Duke Nukem.
1: Very much so. Uh, but no, it's like so. I've just got so many good kind of memories wrapped up with with hmm. Doom from nineteen ninety three. It's just such a fun game, and yeah, I still find myself booting it up and having fun with it even now. It's good. Doom. I'm gonna talk about Doom now. Okay. okay. Doom twenty sixteen. Uh, very dubious of it when I first like the previews and like kind of the uh, the teaser trailers and things came out for Doom twenty sixteen because there was that weird piss filter. They'd slowed down all of the, like, the melee attacks. So it looked like that would literally happen every two seconds. And it just kept interrupting everything. And from a viewer's perspective, it wasn't very good. Um, And it was just like, oh, it's just going to be another one of these homogenized modern shooters with Doom slapped on it. And it's just not going to be very good. And the fact that they had an embargo out, like, so late and that you weren't allowed to talk about it pre-release at all... It was just literally ticking all the boxes of, this is gonna
3: suck. Do you remember the multiplayer They released um, the beta, multiplayer yeah. beta
1: for free, and it wasn't very good at all. <laughs> I got fed up with that real fucking quickly. It was,
3: it was an interesting example of, like, anti-hype.
1: <laughs> yeah, really. I just, like, any kind of interest I did have, it kind of dropped a bit. And then it came out, and I can't remember what I saw that made me go, I fucking need this game. I cannot remember at all. I think someone might have done a review on it, like Jim Sterling did a review on it or something, because the reviews came out very positive. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck, really? After all that bullshit? Are you serious? After
3: Doom 3 as well. After
1: Doom 3 as well. Which would have just been a perfectly passable, average, boring kind of game if it didn't have Doom slapped on it. But again, I'm Doom is like, that's my thing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and I played it and I was fucking grinning ear to ear. Because it's like, I feel they really captured the... How playing Doom back in 1993 felt. It felt! like playing you know you you play Dooms 2016 the first like you know the first thing you do is wake up and fucking basically just smash in a bunch of zombie scientists just fucking obliterate them you put your armor on you reject the storyline happening (laughs) at you and then you just go through fucking killing things it's just like and it's so brutal and it's so over the top action like violence it's fucking phenomenal fun And even though, like, 1993 Doom didn't have any melee finishes or anything like that, it still felt that visceral and that fucking fast. And that's another thing that I immediately noticed about Doom 2016, is that you were basically tearing ass everywhere, just like you were in the old Doom. And I was like, whoa. And then you get the shotgun, and then the whole... The soundtrack is fucking fantastic. Like, Mick Gordon is a fucking god. (laughs) <laughs> like like the intro sequ- you, you go up in a lift and it's st- you start hearing the E1M1 kind of it starts getting louder like with the heavy bass hmm. and like the guy's talking to you and you just basically you know you punch out the fucking uh, the radio in the in the lift so you don't have to listen to him you pick up a shotgun and just as you reach the top he cocks the shotgun and then like perfectly in time with the music and then it's it's just like, fucking splash screen. Doom. <laughs> and it's just like, ah, it's like I was borderline screaming at that point, because I was like, actually, fucking
3: yes! Because it's the, it, the shotgun cl- co- uh, like the cocking of it actually happens right at the end. It's when the music comes in that the splash screen comes up. Same thing. Whatever. The way
1: I remembered it was also pretty cool. <laughs> Unlike Drummer Mat, my memory's terrible. Regardless, I remember the feeling it gave me, which oh, yeah. was basically just freaking the fuck out, because I'm like, Jesus Christ, is this a good Doom sequel in 2016? <laughs> and it honestly fucking, Jesus Christ, I love that game. It is just, yeah, it has just captured the feeling of playing 93's Doom perfectly. Mm. You know, you are this unstoppable demon murder machine who, do- who gives no fucks. You just want to kill all demons and that is continually <laughs> kind of shown through, like, the story, well, the way it goes, like you can tell the people there understood what they were working with. Mm. Like you, like the fucking Samuel Hayden keeps going, oh yes, well you know we had to siphon energy from hell. That was the Egg only was good. It was the of, only way. It's like, oh, what would you do? And like, just the little, it's like you have to break it, like remove a, like four of these things to stop something, I can't remember what it is it's like a big energy swell and you have to remove these big canisters and he's like oh yes you need to remove them carefully and you see Doomguy like, he kind of puts his foot down he stops and he kind of has a look about like, you can see he's visibly considering removing them carefully (laughs) and then he just goes nah and just fucking like curb stomps the fuck out of it while the guy's going no you don't need to do that, okay (laughs) Uh, you didn't have to smash it that's irreplace. okay fine and then you just carry on and kill more demons and it's fantastic. And like the little <laughs> Easter eggs you get. So, you know, you can like, you can find these little levers and it'll open up like a segment of an old Doom map. So like from Doom or Doom 2. Yeah. And like, I think every level has one. And when you when you pull it, it has a little guitar trill from E1M1. Just mm-hmm. like, and you're like, what the fuck? And then you go find it and it's literally, it's so strange. It's got the... It's got the old lighting, it's got the old sprite kind of things, and it's literally just yeah. taken
3: straight from it. When you pick up uh, weapon pickups or um, ammo or health or something in those secret areas, yeah, the sprite it's, versions. it's the old sprite versions yeah. that obviously rotate like, when you're yeah. walking around. Yeah. And, stuff.
1: and there's just so much attention to detail and so much genuine love <clears throat> for Doom like that you can feel as a player. It's like, yeah, the people who made this game love Doom. Mm. And you can fucking tell. And I'm really kind of nervous about the next Doom.
3: The Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal.
1: Because I, like, I really
3: hope it's good.
1: I I really I've... want it to be good because I love 2016 so fucking much.
3: I think we mentioned this in the E3 video, that like, if anyone... Um can make a good sequel to Doom, it's the people that made Doom. Yeah. So, you know.
1: <laughs> I love that as a sentence, by yeah. the way. If anyone can make a good sequel to Doom, it's the people who made Doom. Yeah. Yeah. But no, that's definitely... Those two are my, my number three. Okay. I love them. Drummond, what about yours? All right,
2: my number three is my free choice, which originally was going to be, you know, if I have a second game on PC that I want to include in the list or something, I thought I'd have it as an open choice. However... You'll allow me to do this because of what you're going to think about the games, but I'm choosing a series.
1: Okay. Okay. That's fine.
2: And the series I'm choosing is FIFA. And as far as you guys are concerned, you think they're all the same. So that counts, right? So. <laughs> 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 okay. This
1: is min-maxing at the
2: highest order, you shit. Yeah. You did the same with Doom. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But that's <laughs> if we can't, not every if, if single you can FIFA game is called FIFA. I... They kind <laughs> of are.
1: Okay, but they all they all have, they all have different
2: like, numbers. But as far as you guys are concerned, you think they're all the same. So
1: okay, mm. if you if you could
2: if you can admit to me that each FIFA game is actually individual and different, I will pick one.
1: I will admit that each individual FIFA game is is different, mainly because you know rosters change and shaders get better.
2: Yeah, the gameplay feels different. Like, they all. cost more. <laughs> my my defence to that before we move on to talking about more is that you only need like one friend in your friendship group to have it at any one time. Because the whole point is that you, I've been doing. I think the first FIFA game I played was '96, I think. Old man. And the first one I properly remember was the '97, the Road to World Cup on '97, which is one that I had. Um, and the whole point was that you got your mate. If you had the copy, you got your mates round to yours. You got the multi tap in. You could play up to like eight player or whatever it was. And then if you didn't have the game, you went round to another mates and. I just have so memories through the years starting from around 97 up until I've not played one now for a few years but I can't remember the last one I played actually 13 or 14 probably right up through uni so all the way through school especially like hmm. you'd spend you know you go around to mate's house after school and sit and play FIFA and just the, the feeling of that and you get like the snacks out and like I did like I did like proper legit like LAN parties where I used to take my my laptop actually I did like a big heft of a gaming laptop and did like proper like you know full-on gamery LAN parties but and yet actually I have even fonder memories about just going around to the game mates who weren't particularly into video games and yet we could still sit and play video games together because yeah, football that. was was fairly universal amongst my various fan groups were even like not necessarily going to watch games or getting too much but like just enjoying it in general. Mm. and yeah I've so many fond memories of throughout so, for such a long period of time. Um I think it's it's going to have to be up there in my top 5 somewhere.
1: Yeah no like I I do joke but I mean just because <laughs> I don't get football doesn't mean that yeah. people don't have like good football games to play or enjoy so mm. and yeah I, I I would
2: admit you know the the progression there is they feel different quite often between years but like it is a little bit you know, you don't really have to have one each year. You could just update the the teams. Like, you can update those online, like, with DLC or something. Mm. But, like I said, my defence of that is that, yeah, you don't have... Not everyone has to own the game. Only one in every four people has to own a copy. Mm. So that's sort of... You only have to buy one, actually, every four years, which seems actually reasonable for buying a mm. sequel. So yeah. Yeah. it kind of balances out in a sort of weird way. Um, And, yeah, I've just spent so long sitting hanging out with someone's... And just... Yeah, local multiplayer, man. That's where it's at. Like, I'm all for, I'm all for like <laughs> online multiplayer, fine, but local multiplayer is where it's at. You
1: can't quite beat sitting next to someone and who you can like actually punch yeah. if they start being a twat. <laughs> yeah. or
2: more right. importantly, if you score or you win, you can jump up and dance around them and tease them. But <laughs> it's nicer because it's in person. It's it doesn't have the same sort of level of hate as online. <laughs> You're not genuinely, you know, wishing ill thoughts on them. It's just fun to be a bit teasy at the end. But because it's in person, you, you can you know the context, you know the tone, and it's yeah. just good fun. I yeah. think
3: there is the the, the well, how everything's gone online now, and local multiplayer has, has been relegated to mostly just a handful of genres. There there has been something lost. Yeah, and don't get me wrong; like it means you
2: can play with mates all over. The, like I can play games online with you guys at the moment when we're in yeah. different countries. So there's very obvious perks of online multiplayer. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Don't get me wrong. But it's different. Mm. Yeah, definitely.
3: It's very um, different.
2: I don't have much more to say apart from actually, <laughs> if you did make me choose my one favorite FIFA game, it would be Pro Evo Three, which isn't a FIFA game. <laughs> 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 but, um, sure, yeah. Because they they, they, get, they went in like I guess similar to like Call of Duty and Medal of Honor back, like you know, one was better for a while yeah. than the other. Like yeah. FIFA was better for a little while. I think on the PS One, FIFA was probably better. Then I, I think. PS2 era, Pro Evo was better, and that was when I really got into it. So even now, like, I think there was only for like three or four years, and then it went back to FIFA. But even now, if I play a FIFA game, I have to go into the options and change the controller mapping to Pro Evo controls, which <laughs> are only basically swapping circle and square buttons. um yeah. But one crosses and one shoots, which when you get that wrong on a match, it's really annoying. No, I can imagine. <laughs> so I have yeah, to it. go in and be like, hang on, guys. And there's quite a few, few of my mates who all do the same thing because we all got into it at the same time. <laughs> which is quite funny. It's like, no, no, I need to go back to Pro Evo controls. Sorry. <laughs> um, but I kind of, it's, yeah, they're, they're all so similar and it's just one every year. So, like, I've kind of bodged the series together. Which is a little bit that's cheaty. Fine. But that's my number three
3: choice. Dude,
1: literally, I had two games for number three. It's fine. I I'm, think
3: you can get away with it. I'm the only person that hasn't somehow find a way, found a way to cheat the system. Well, I mean, it yet. wasn't
1: very hard for me to find a way to cheat the you system. You already told me
3: some of the
2: rules when we started recording.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You're the one who... I, I thought
3: pick five games was a relatively watertight <laughs> sentence.
2: I uh, well, thought wrong. At one point you said pick five games, and I was like, can I pick board games? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I haven't broken the system that much. So. Yet. Gosh darn
1: it. What about you?
3: Right. Okay, number, number two. two. My number two. Number two. If we can all get over the fact that number two <laughs> is inherently funny. Yes. It's funny. It is The Binding of Isaac Rebirth. Ah, Speaking okay. of number two... Yeah, that <laughs> yes, game does yes. contain a lot of number twos, Yeah, <laughs> So
1: many poops in that game, is that why you like it? Because of the poops? It's
3: not because of the poops. Um, but the poops help. Of... The poops do help. The poops <laughs> help. No. Uh, yeah, uh, it, it's funny because I, I remember trying to play the original Binding of Isaac, like the, f- the first one that's like based in Flash, I believe. And I liked it, but I couldn't play it. I was no good at it, and... I, I tried. I think I put like twenty, thirty hours into trying to beat it and get further and further. And I just, I never really felt like I was fully in control of the character. Like it always felt a little vague. And then Rebirth came out, and I gave it a shot, and it was like, oh, so it's just because it was like a lower frame rate and thing, and it's like it just subtly controlled a bit tighter. And Rebirth, and then it, be- and then it was like my game. <laughs> Like that—that f- that seriously is your game. Yeah, so- I mean, hell, when we first started playing, what well, first started doing the podcast, like I was talking about the Binding of Isaac then mm-hmm. because I was like dead center of my obsession trying to beat everything. So yeah, it was it was my game. Uh, I've I've played something stupid like seven
2: hundred hours. I was like about that. to ask um, if you can just re- reveal that information.
3: <laughs> it's
1: full disclosure.
3: <laughs> it's a lot. Um <laughs> Like I, I, I got far enough to like do real platinum god, but I did that after um, the lost got changed, so it, I didn't do it on its ridiculously difficult version. I did it on a slightly less difficult one, slightly
1: it, less ridiculously. Well, you had
3: the open. holy mantle, so it was it became a lot easier to, to do, um, but it's still n- not a minor challenge. It is to still an it.
1: achievement. It is still very much an achievement to do.
3: Um and yeah um like the game like at its core is just this just this kind of small little little roguelike game and just the core gameplay loop of it i just find really really fun just finding all these upgrades that do weird things to your attacks and then try and then figuring out the ones that will work best together finding cool synergies between them and then the fact that the whole general aesthetic of everything uh the Religious symbolism, the goriness, the the bizarre mutated things um, looks like a very colourful version of a Choking Victim album cover. Um, I'd say it his... looks
1: how Choking Victim sounds.
3: <laughs> that's actually fair. Which is just
1: squelchy, pukey blood and pus. <laughs> like, no offense to Cross Punk, but it ain't my thing. And it does sound gross.
3: But I don't know. There's just something really, really cool about it. And the only thing I don't like about the game compared to. Um, the original one is i do kind of like the old danny b soundtrack better but yeah. i know there's reasons that it wasn't used um but yeah um just i don't know it's just it's a game that despite that despite being like quite difficult um once you've played it enough and you're kind of used to it it becomes a sort of game that you can just idly play like because whilst there is a podcast game, yeah, well. kind of a podcast game you can play whilst you're listening to something or mm-hmm. while you're watching something. You know, just having that something to kind of occupy yourself uh, because you're a filthy millennial who can't just do one thing. That makes me um, laugh.
1: It's like, oh god, why are you gonna like watch TV and shit? It's like because I hate sitting there staring at something not fucking doing anything, Margaret. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just saying. And I can pay attention to a game or a movie and and like fucking feed my my fucking. Tamagotchis or whatever <laughs> while I'm playing with my Pogs. <laughs> my multitasking, Tazos. Margaret.
3: Yeah, multitasking, Margaret. Learn um, it. But yeah, um, it, and it becomes just something that's kind of oddly relaxing considering how horrifying the themes of the game are. Um, deeply,
1: deeply troubling themes.
3: Yeah, um, which is kind of it's so surreal like how how it is this game that goes to such dark places but it kind of does so in such a a light manner sometimes you almost don't realize how bad it really is in those in those terms but Mm -hmm.
1: i remember you explaining the premise to zoe our saxophone player and just the look of horror (laughs) forming on her face
3: well without saying anything about what she does she works with kids so she likes
1: kids so that was that was very horrifying Mm -hmm. for the poor lady uh
3: the binding i think actually for the recent binding of isaac card game one of the um like ways to unlock like stretch goal things was to um, post videos of you explaining the th- the story of the binding of Isaac to your mother, <laughs> uh, and if so many people did that, then it like unlocked the next level. Like they did shit like that. Awesome! Ooh, I um, want to
1: make a joke, but I don't want to make a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know, when something's really t- a bit too easy and really fucking dark.
3: Oh, mm. no, nah, I'm going to leave it's it. It's fine. I'm going to
1: save that for a rainy day. Never we'll mind. let people
3: piece that together from things that have been said. And, there. <laughs> and
1: they will all yeah. assume
3: it's much worse than what you're actually going to say. Yeah, but that's fine. <laughs> that's fine, I'm used to that. Um, but yeah, so Binding of Isaac, fucking great, love it. Um, played far too much of it. Still play it to this day when I've got like half an hour spare and nothing better to do in my time. So, um, yeah, good video game. Snipe, you're number two. <sighs> Blood. Oh, a bloody number two! I see. <laughs> yeah, uh. One
1: unit, of whole blood.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just like, ah. I'm very sorry for that immature joke. Uh, the person responsible has been punished.
1: <laughs> no, he hasn't.
3: I'll punish myself later, in private. Okay. I've um, been reading too much Ian Watson. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> is that, is that the punishment. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, that's yeah, a reason. that's a fucking punishment. Yeah. I've got like the last like. Few chapters of the book to go, so that will be my punishment.
1: Why though? Anyway. I... <laughs> Blood. Blood. Gallons of the stuff. Nothing quite like it for cooling the mud.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that. <laughs> <Nice>.
1: <laughs> Great minds. But yeah, no, Blood. Um, another build engine game. Yes. A bit like Doom. Well, Doom's not build engine. It is now. <laughs> I just wanted to say Doom again, because I know you don't like it when I say it like that. But yeah, Blood. um, Monolith game. Very similar to kind of Doom, like the whole sprites and uh, things like that. And it's basically like the goth comedy version of Doom. Yeah, yeah. And I love it.
3: It's it's Doom that's somehow more 90s than Doom.
1: I know, it's great! It's so dumb. (laughs) It's fucking fantastic. I love that game. It's just... I, I loved it as a kid because it was, yeah, it was just fucking, it was grim. It was dark. You you literally wake up in a crypt and, quote, evil dead. <laughs> yeah. Well, army of darkness. Sorry. And it's just like, from there on in, I was like, this is so fucking cool. <laughs> Ooh, and, like, you look in the mirror, and your, like, face is super shadowy, but you've got red glowing eyes, because you're basically an evil fucking servant of some dark god. Which is Chernabog, isn't it's it? It's Chernabog, yeah. It's so fucking cool. Like, god, it was early 3D, the intro for that, when you're, like, hanging out, because his main character, Caleb, and his, his girlfriend, lady friend, whatever, Ophelia, basically being told that him and all of the other lieutenants have failed so time to get killed or tortured so he turns like one of them into a spider and stuff like that so every level is kind of like every level segments rather like chapter i guess yeah yeah i yeah. guess it's like you know, going and hunting down one of the one of the old lieutenants like Gabriel well, well Gabriel is i think Gabriel is a an Irish man Whereas in Blood 2, they change him to Gabriella, who's like a giant like African fucking queen. She is amazing. <laughs> Just like total tank, but I mean, Blood 2 is for another day. Many problems with that. but <laughs> No, you've got to go through that. It's like, I liked the story, and like, I, I really did, cause that wasn't a massive thing back then, you know, like... The story was always more
3: implied
1: than anything else, and like starting to get little droplets of story in gameplay was pretty amazing, especially Especially for a first-person shooter. Especially for a first-person shooter, it was was fantastic. The the weapons were creative and interesting. You had a couple of things where there were fire dogs, and there was one of the weapons which was a Zippo lighter and a can of hairspray, (laughs) and that wouldn't do anything to the dogs, and I always thought that was really cool.
3: Having like elemental yeah. strengths and things, yeah,
1: like that kind of thing, and you know, it's just the humor. Like again, the humor was very kind of like gallows humor, and and it was just it was just so much fun. Like levels, I like to have everything was kind of grim and gray, but it was still very vibrant in a weird way. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like they have like they have a bunch of levels. Like, there's one that's basically just The Shining. <laughs> you actually find Jack Torrance's like fucking. Frozen corpse, yeah, yeah, I and stuff that. like that. And it's <laughs> it's it's fun, and I I just really dug the setting because it's like set in kind of like the early nineteen hundreds. Well, no, I think it's a bit, might be a bit later than that. It's like nineteen twenties, I think it's set in, or around a war because there's one that like uh, you start off and there's an air raid siren going off.
3: There's an air raid siren. It'll be World War Two.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's quite old school, and I I don't know. I just I dug how it was kind of like you know. Like, I liked the, the, the setting, I liked the main character a lot, I thought it was just very interesting, the gunplay was fun, the enemies were interesting, and fucking, oh god, I'm still a little bit wary about those giant fucking spider things till this day. <laughs> but no, I, re- I just really liked it, and it's just something, I've completed it on stream like twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's something I could stream until the cows come home, because it's just such a fun game to play. And it's just it just oozes with a lot of charisma and just stupid fun gunplay. So yeah, I can't help but love it. I know a lot of people probably will think it's just crap or very basic or <laughs> cheesy.
3: But I think the thing is when you get into like favorite stuff, there's there's it's so subjective. Yeah, like and yeah, nostalgia it's... plays such a heavy role, and I, I think
2: yeah, I was about to say yeah. like if someone's coming into it for the first time now, from what you're saying about it, you know it's being very nineties. It
3: Mm. wouldn't
2: have a particularly good first impression, maybe. Yeah,
1: no, but but, I mean, I'd say people should try it anyway because it's so dumb Mm. and fantastic. I think,
3: like, nostalgia is one of those things that, on the one hand, um, it's important to acknowledge that your nostalgia can colour, like, the more objective elements of it. Like, you can sort of, like, look at something and go, oh, this is, like, a good game, and it might not be. It's just you like it. it's a totally valid reason to like something though.
1: I would say especially for the time it was an incredibly underrated game Mm. Uh, because we had other things out like Duke and Shadow Warrior which honestly I find very uncomfortable to play now there's a lot of like it was a different time back then people were we didn't realise how hurtful we were being with certain things so but blood is pretty damn neutral when it comes to that kind of stuff so it's something that I can still enjoy thoroughly now Mm. Yeah, that's definitely my favourite number two.
3: It's your favourite number two.
1: Drama, butt, what about your number two?
2: My number two is my PS One game. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Was... Command and Conquer Red Alert Two.
1: Ooh.
2: And after the bus goes past, I'll tell you why.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: think you should leave that in
2: because <laughs> that's fantastic. Um, it's fucking great. <laughs> it's I I can get quite into the you know top down RTS games and there's not been that many recently but i think red alert 2 was one of the peaks for me just from what i played mostly because so i have very very fond memories of going around i had a mate who lived around the corner like a two or three minute walk and i used to t- pack up my original playstation and controller memory card and stuff and a link cable into a backpack go around to his house and then kick his brother out of his brother's room yeah, the just brother. kick his brother <laughs> Yeah, he just he can go away. Sometimes he watched, he joined in, but we t- used to take the um, put the two playstations like in the doorway of his room and his brother's room with a link cable just about reaching between the two of them, <laughs> and then taking his. We, they both had like you know little fourteen-inch CRT TVs in their rooms.
0: Oh,
1: um, big big screens back in those days, <laughs>
2: then. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> taking. My mate's off the wall because the cable from the PlayStation that had to be in the doorway wouldn't reach the wall. You know, you had the <laughs> wall mounted, you know, you like old school wall mounting, you know, old, on the pivot thing. Yeah. Well, it was like a proper... Had to take yeah. the TV off and put that on the floor. His brothers was on like a d- side table, so we didn't have to move that. But we had to like, yeah, rearrange the furniture and put these TVs <laughs> so we could be in different rooms and then just sit and spend hours sitting and playing multi- like local multiplayer um, Command and Conquer. Mostly... I think like us two against two computers or against three computers mm. or something to make it fair occasionally against each other and occasionally a bit of a free for all, but it was still good to like, I just, the whole like, cause I played like, I don't even know if it had split screen, but that whole idea of being able to do in different rooms. So you couldn't see what each other was doing. Mm. Like before you really had online multiplayer was just, but you could still close enough to like yell through to the
3: other room and be like,
2: Oh, I'm about to go and attack now. Oh, I'll come with you. Oh,
3: yeah. No, yeah. I, to- I totally understand. It was, it was just like a...
2: Play. It was, yeah, it was like almost the whole ritual as well, having to, like, take a console around. Because his brother had a PS1, but it was the, like, you know, the P- the one that was called the PS1. Uh, uh, ah, yeah. yeah. So that didn't have the link cable port. Oh, I didn't know so, that didn't have that. It was really no, chopped
1: down. Uh, they were kind of marketed as a, you could build like, a TV screen for them. They were kind of marketed yeah. as, like, more of a portable thing. Mm. So.
2: Yeah. Didn't have a link cable, so I... had t- to log our playstation round which was just yeah (laughs) so much fun um and in terms of like strategy i don't there was like tech tree i can't even remember exactly i haven't played it for a long time um i haven't played it for a long time so i can't exactly remember but it was like the tech trees or things but there was seemed to be just enough variation in how you could play it that it just kept us going long enough I mean, if I went back and played it now, like there'd probably be no no, no depth to it at all compared to like some games of um, yeah. a similar style. But just for pure nostalgia reasons, like I had to have an RTS game in there somewhere. And there's probably better, technically better <laughs> ones, but for pure nostalgia, we had such a good time with that. It's, yeah, it's got to be up there.
3: No, I totally, totally, totally understand that. Like, uh, there there is something to be said for those games that you. You played with friends or, like, like you you, ha- you had to go around your friend's house to play or whatever, so you have, like, these very distinct memories of things. Yeah, yeah.
1: I was the friend people would come around. Like, uh, I remember a girl I used to know when I was very young. Uh, she would literally, I don't think she liked me at all, she would literally just come around and then be like, can we play Doom? <laughs> and why we play Doom? She was like, "Can I watch you play Doom so I can get scared and cry and then tell my mum that you've hit me?"
3: <laughs> um. Well,
1: she was a fuck fucking weird kid. Okay,
3: I think I know which one you're talking about. Now you've you've said that story, <laughs> you've told me tales of this person before. I
1: probably have, yeah.
3: But yeah, no, that uh, I yeah I I get that. I get it. Um, I don't have much more to say about it, though, mother.
2: Okay. I played it for a long time, and I can't remember exactly. But it was great. Big
3: nostalgia feels. Okay, well, we thought what we'd do is, before we get to the number ones, Ichiba. Uh, we would do a little bit of a roundup of honourable mentions. So, and okay, by wait, we wait. thought we'd do this, we mean Matt had come up with honourable mentions when he came up with his list that had nothing to do with the question that I asked. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that's spicy. fine. But this
2: was—I was had actually... literally no time to deal to do it. So I'm, I, the fact that I had something to talk about, yeah. I'm happy. It's it's fine.
3: <laughs> it's totally fine. But the the idea of honorable mentions was a good one, so we, we, we decided to use we it. We stole it. We stole it. Yeah. Um, so we're just going to mention a few games that have not made the top five, but are like games that were big in like our lives or whatever. And we just want to kind of mention as being good things that we have some like nice memories of. Um, for me. It would be um, Team Fortress 2, because I remember that being like a game that we. Uh, We've racked up like
1: 2,000 hours on that. And
3: yeah, and you and I used to play all the time, <laughs> mm-hmm. like when we were first together. Like that was a game that sort of is prominent in our early relationship, so that's.
1: Uh, I need to amend the notepad file real quick. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's fine, I've mentioned it now. You don't have to feel awkward about it. <laughs> um. But yeah, so, kind of fond memories of it. It's not the same game it was, but, you know. It's not
2: even remotely. It is still going, though. It still gets a lot of play, Play. If you oh. actually look at, like, playtime and things. Apparently. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but every, so.
1: everything is, like, super fucking ugly, and there's, like, a billion new weapons every week, and I just... I don't have the energy yeah. to keep up with that at all. Yeah, 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 yeah
3: that's fair. Um, second thing is just the Mass Effect series in general. Good choice. Um, okay, good. E- and Even Andromeda, because I do still like Andromeda. It's deeply flawed, mm. but the, I still think it is a fun game to play, and I think if you can play it now where the technical issues aren't so bad... And you can overlook some of the mm, story issues. You can. I still think there's an enjoyable game in there. You I just... do
1: hope there is a mod to remove PB. <laughs> I, I like PB. No, that's the thing. I, I'm joking. I don't hate her. I just think <laughs> a lot of the things she says are like, "Hi guys, I'm so random." Holds up spork.
3: She she it's is really
1: kind of annoying. She's
3: a bit peak Joss Whedon. Um, She's worse than that.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just. But yeah, it can be a bit grating.
3: Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, there is also FTL, uh, Faster Than Light, to give it its full title, FTL, oh, yes. Faster Than Light. I because see. That's an, a- an annoying title, uh, but that's it. <laughs> um, good game. Really like it. Uh, still come back and have a few rounds of it to this day. Just thoroughly yeah. enjoy it. Um, the PS One game, Demolition Racer, mm-hmm. uh, which is <laughs> like, every, which is basically that it's like it's a late era PS One game, so not that many people seem to remember it. Um, But basically, if you liked Destruction Derby, um, or Destruction Derby, as I'm aware most people pronounce it, but having literally been born in a city called Derby, Derby. that's spelt like that, I will never ever call it Destruction Derby, except to say why it's wrong. (laughs) Um, But it's basically like someone went and played Destruction Derby and went, okay, what's every problem with this game, every minor issue, and let's fix that. That's Demolition Racer. It's fucking great. If you can get a chance to play it, play it. Also, lots of Fear Factory on the soundtrack, which is kind of interesting. Um, hmm. There is also the Dawn of War series that. Oh
1: yeah, those are. Okay. Yeah, which whilst I,
3: I wouldn't put them in my top like five or anything, like I've definitely played them a lot, and there is I, I do really, really like them, and like cumulatively, they they are a fairly large part of my kind of gaming history. Um, and especially because they've, uh, you know, been a backbone of this, uh, the, uh, the YouTube channel for a while. As well. <laughs> uh, there's also Front Mission, which um, I have a lot of nostalgia for. The first Front Mission on the Snares, mostly for similar reasons to Matt's stuff, where I'd go round to a mate's house and play his version of it, which was an untranslated version on his super wild card pirated version of it. <laughs> okay. Um, And just fucking loved it then. And a few years back, well, I say a few years back, it's like eight years ago now. (laughs) I went and played through like a a fan translated version, like, I think it was just before the DS, like, official translated version finally came out. And thoroughly enjoyed it. Good game. Um, And final shout out for the Ridge Racer series that was like a staple of me playing the PS1 back in the day. And I still think Ridge Racer 1, despite being janky as fuck, there's still something really appealing about the way it looks. It's so vibrant. It's an early 3D. I just love the way it looks. Is that the one where the cars are, like, glued to the track? Yes. Yeah, I it, always found that so weird. It feels so weird. Um, and uh, the third one, Rage Racer, I especially loved because it was kind of like a, a more career-based one where you had to buy cars and get further. I just really liked it. But yeah, those, those are my honourable mentions. Snipe, what are yours?
1: Oh, uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Just mm. really loved that game. Fuck the multiplayer. I hate Call of Duty multiplayer. It's disgusting. Single player, however, fantastic. Mm. Fucking great. Modern Warfare 2 was also pretty good. Uh, Tekken 3.
3: Tekken 3's good. Tekken 3 was mm. a fantastic good.
1: game. I spent so much time playing that. Crazy amount of time. Uh, Mass Effect series, basically for the same reasons that mm. you've said. I'd say I've got to put in Resident Evil 5 as well. I mean, the honeymoon period isn't massively over yet, but I have mm-hmm. been enjoying that game so fucking much. Like, oh my god have I been enjoying that game. So i got to put it in here. Uh, Divinity Original Sin 2. I've recently started Ash playing that, and he's super fucking into it as well. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: Um world of warcraft kind of got to mention that being my number one depression game <laughs> it's just so many hours put into that game holy hell <laughs> not even a fantastic game honestly i wish blizzard would give a fuck but you know i it's I, I played a lot of warcraft as a kid so you know i've got a lot of the nostalgia to, into I, the
3: series. to be fair i should have probably mentioned world of warcraft because i played so much of it as well
1: yeah oh well uh and space marine no comment space marine is fantastic Mm. fucking love Space Marine and I'm gutted we'll never get another one <sighs> now I'm sad yeah. <laughs> uh, and then last one well, no the second last one is uh, Crash Bandicoot 3 Warped <gasps> shit
2: yes that oh, game in my top 5. so
1: good and I really oh, want the Crash. insane trilogy which they basically just remake all of them like the first three mm. Crash Bandicoot the, uh, so, the PS One Crash Bandicoots yeah. was good, good. so oh. fucking good so good damn those games are great and my last one is Tenchu, Stealth Assassins. Oh,
3: yeah. Because yeah. I I,
1: well, I fucking love that game. That actually led me to accidentally cutting up my brother's throat.
3: With a toy sword. Uh,
1: with a plastic sword with a mold line error. That literally, like, we were playing Tenchu in real life, because we had a big hallway, and I was like, aha! And then I, like, ran my plastic sword across his throat and actually cut him. <laughs> so, yeah... It's like it sounds way more dramatic than it is, but yeah. (laughs) So yeah, those are my honorable mentions. I'm sure I've missed out a bunch of them. Oh
3: yeah. And there were no particular. As
2: soon as we listen through to this, we're just going to be like,
1: "Fuck! Fuck,
2: Why did I say that?"
1: Yeah, exactly. Draw a butt. What about your honorable Honorable mentions?
2: mentions, um, After you, after listening to yours, um, all of the Crash Bandicoot games. Good man. Good man. (laughs) Crash Team Racing. Actually, you didn't mention. I was Crash Team Racing when I first played because I was always PlayStation guy. Mm Hmm. um, I'd never really played a Mario Kart game, so Crash Team Racing was my Mario Kart. It was pretty that. decent. I've heard um, it's great, yeah. I never played it, though. it was Honestly, the first, the first Mario Kart game I played was Double Dash at uni, ah. I think. Mm. Um, whereas Crash Team Racing was the one that I had growing up, and it was great. Probably not as good as Mario Kart. I'd
1: say but... it wasn't, but like if you'd not experienced it, because I, I hadn't experienced it before, and I, like, that was the first kart racer I'd really ever played, and I thought it was pretty good.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, on my list is Tony Hawk's 2 because it's great and the soundtrack is amazing but actually... Thinking about it, that's um, aggressive inline actually, I think, overtakes Tony Hawks 2. Oh, dang, oh. I never played that actually. Well, then, then put Tony Hawks d- 2 into my list then, because
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 okay. Well, I didn't know, I, I don't know if we've <laughs> got a <laughs> limit, Hawks so 1, I can either 3. keep Tony Hawks there or or not. You, you are allowed whatever. as many as you want, provided yeah. you're not talking for the next 15 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> but aggressive inline
2: is great. I was it PS2? I honestly can't remember. No, also, idea. It, I want to put this like... radio
0: back
1: into
3: mine. It's happening, it's happening, it's happening.
2: Aggressive inline possibly had a better soundtrack than Tony Hawk's 2, which is something. Yeah, but it had a lot of... Yeah, it, it, I don't think anyone else played it, basically. Quick question mm. to everyone here. Yes.
3: Um, how influential on your music tastes were the Tony Hawk's games and the, the spin-off things that were similar?
1: <laughs> Fucking Massively
3: like half the bands i was li- i i, I listen to listen to now or bands that caused me to listen to the bands i listen to now i got from tony hawks like mm. i that is true for me and yet also not true because <laughs> i
2: massively enjoyed it at the time and then just never really looked into it beyond the tracks on tony hawks 2 so i never really got into the sort of especially the punk scar type end of things until joining a punk scar band <laughs> Like, that'll do it really the soundtrack was one of my even at the time was one of my favourite soundtracks and yet I never made the step to looking into the actual bands beyond what was on the soundtrack well I was downloading stuff on
3: Grokster at the time so
2: <laughs> you personally killed
3: um,
1: Metallica they're not even about anymore because no no
3: they, they were angry about angry about Napster. no one was angry about Grokster because yeah, yeah, most people didn't um, know it was
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm still mad about Winnie Upload
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: only because only of Maximum the yeah <laughs> um Couple, couple left uh, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon mm-hmm. um, purely because that was a similar one. I went this is the PS2's era but after we got sort of got done with Red Alert 2 this was the game that me and that same mate played ah, mm-hmm. now split screen multiplayer so we didn't have to do the faff with the TVs although it was still on the little 14 inch TV so split screen was Ooh, anyway get but we just spent hours on that going through and um, doing like no kill runs on it nice. and like spending ages doing it full stealth and it was a so nice. much fun um fan of fantasy 7 it's got to be in this list if absolutely i mentioned to you either at the start of the podcast or before we recorded if we did this list in like a couple of weeks when i finished replaying it i think it would probably jump easily jump up into the top five but because mm-hmm. i can't remember enough about it the first time around because it was literally 20 years ago <laughs>
0: um,
1: i
2: guess and i've only played through the first i think i played finished just finished the first disc so about like, presumably first third of the game i I don't know if it quite works like that. Roughly. But that's... So I think once... And I'm fucking enjoying it Mm. again. So I think if I... That would be bumped up. But for now, that's in the honourable mentions. Uh, Last two. Pokemon Gold. Mm. Fucking on the Game Boy. Fucking great. Completely forgot about that until um, we were talking. And then I was like, oh crap, that has to go in the list. Okay, yeah. I'm going to put
1: Pokemon Yellow in there as well.
2: (laughs) Um, Because I had had Blue. Because me and my brothers had Blue, Red and Yellow um my dad used to go to america with work a few times like once every few years and they happened to line up with when pokemon blue red and yellow were out in the states and not out here so we got those and we were like the fuck is this we'd never heard anything about <laughs> yeah. it and it was amazing and then a similar thing happened although we obviously knew about it a bit more but mm. with um gold silver and i can't remember what the third one they got in that series It wasn't like
1: ruby was it
2: i can't remember but the similar thing happened and we got them a bit early just cuz they they happened to line up nicely with a trip so i'm just um, i'm just
1: endlessly amused by the idea of like a little little tiny drummer mat with like you know with this little propeller hat on cuz that's how children look yeah. and your dad being like like the big generous and warm smile handing you a copy of like pokemon blue and you just looking up holding it and going, a game boy to play on it yeah it's and a game ridiculous. boy to play on yeah, it and you just it was looking ridiculous. up and going dad the fuck is this <laughs> 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 and then like your brother's doing the exact same fucking thing. <laughs> your dad's like, This is yeah. why I go to America because I just want children <laughs> to be happy. God dang it.
2: Oh no, we weren't happy. We were not because we you used to be away for like a month at a time. Aww. No. But anyway, um Can't just that anyway that I
1: feel horrible for you. It's 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 it's
2: fine. It didn't happen too often. Um enough often to get um Game Boys when they happened to be released. <laughs> okay, so oh, and I a Tamagotchi know. at one point as well. But I don't know if that counts as a video game, but they were fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pokemon Go was great. Especially playing with brothers and getting the, you know, the link know the trading. Especially when the Go- Game Boy Colours came out and you could trade through the infrared thing. Oh, yeah. that's was fucking, <gasps> fucking great. Having three people in the same house to trade with was great.
1: Mine didn't work because I had to buy mine years and years after when I was at college because we were just too poor to get that kind of stuff. Yeah. But when, I, when it was actually out. So uh, I remember I went and I bought a trading cable because no one, everyone else was making fun of me for playing Pokemon and I just trade Pokemon with myself. So I had, I had yellow, blue, and red going at the same time, (laughs) but yellow was the first one I got and I loved it. And my little Pikachu (laughs) followed me around. I called him Frank.
2: (laughs) Awesome. Um, Oh, wait, I, no, no, we, his
1: name was Bruce, actually, after Bruce, Bruce. Campbell. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: nice. He's a fantastic boy. After the future van that I was going to get. Yes. <laughs> that, I named it after um, the
1: future van you were going to get, obviously.
2: <laughs> which was named after Bruce Campbell, yeah. so
1: Bruce Van-bull.
2: <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> I think we only had them because they were dramatically cheaper in the States. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the last one, I honourable mention, it's got to be Pokemon Go. Not for how much gameplay there is or for how not janky it was for a long time but just what it did to the community of people playing it It got so many people like who aren't into games playing together and going out on days out together and yeah like that first summer it came out it was like you go to time. any park and there's just so many people around and it's like coming up oh have you seen this pokemon oh no go over there try. oh there's a lapras like, here and
1: blah blah blah. they haven't
2: even they didn't even i think they just brought in trading actually but then none of that was in it and there was like Not really much to do, but that first summer when it came out, for, like, the amount of positivity going around just, like, in the air.
1: Yeah, just, like, people just coming up to you and having a chat, being like, oh, yeah, I've been playing, like... I remember when we were doing the uh, album recording, because that's basically when it came out. Yeah. Mm.
2: Well, that was the first... That was the fir- first few days of the album recording was when it was just out in the States and not hit- and not in the UK and you yeah. could cheat like, I and, cheated you cheated out the system you cheated yours and I we did. hadn't and then, and then it came out everywhere else and we were just all like yes
1: yeah. Like what was it, Zoe and I because we, we were on a brioche run because you know Zoe's incredibly southern <laughs> that's possibly
3: the whitest thing I've ever heard anyone say <laughs> we were on a
1: brioche run you see we'd already got the lovely rosé because it's summery I don't know if that drink I don't know the Punisher taught me that apparently you drink rosé during the summer I oh, don't fucking know, um, but yeah, and we were just buying a bunch of shit for dinner and bit a bunch of snacks, and we were just sitting there like on the, on the conveyor belt waiting to be served, and yeah, you I know, had Pokemon Go open, and like these, this this uh, this older couple behind us like taps on the shoulders, like oh you playing that? And we were like, yeah, no, do you play? And they were like we're trying to get into it. Like, you know, the kids are really into it. So we, we want to try. And we were just talking about Pokemon and it was just like so nice. And then when we left, they, they were driving off and they, they pipped and waved at us and it was like, damn. And then we saw a couple, like a little girl and a brother being like, excuse me, have you seen a coughing? And it was the <laughs> cutest thing. And we were like, we'll walk you over there to get you a coughing. So we, you know, it was just so sweet and <laughs> lovely. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It was great. So I thought, in the interest of this being a positivity, you know, best things, I think someone's got to at least mention that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, good choice.
3: It's so. it, it's it's definitely one of those things that I think is is a very memorable thing in sort of yeah. gaming history of the last few years. Just that, got well, one of the, it's not still going. Yeah, one of the few gaming memories from the last few years that isn't kind of depressing. Yeah. So it's. Yeah. It's cool. I, yeah, I like it. Um, Shall we get to our number ones yeah, then? Number one. Oh yeah, yeah shit. But, okay. Because we've been recording for quite a while and we haven't even got to yeah. the last of the list. Yeah. I'm <laughs> sorry.
2: Was, I'm really surprised how long this has lasted. Actually. Yeah, I was like, this, this, this isn't going to last more than an hour. It'll be a nice short one. And it'll be just. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> never short. Well, Matt no.
1: likes the short ones. Well, I mean, you do well, actually. Yeah. I
3: mean. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Mm. Anyway, my number one. (laughs) What's your number one? Something that has been mentioned a couple of times already. um, And he's a surprise to no one because I have... for
1: 2014. Yes.
3: uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, because I have explicitly mentioned this is my my favourite game on multiple occasions. And I won't talk about it too much considering it's been talked about at length. And will be talked about at length to go on in future episodes. But Final Fantasy VII is my absolute most favouritest game of all time. Okay. It is a very good game and I love it a lot and um, I have spent far too much of my life playing that video game. Oh, not enough. Oh, not enough. Um, Every time I try and play other Final Fantasy games, I have the problem of going, well, you know, you could be playing this one you haven't played before, or you could just play Final Fantasy VII again.
1: (laughs) That is a very real problem. Like, the amount
3: of times I have just, like... Because actually beating the game from start to finish, I've only actually done twice, because it is such a long game. But the amount of times I've just played, like the intro bombing mission um and then to to maybe like beating the air buster like up to there just because i've just been like ah, i've got like a day where i've got nothing better to do so i'll go and play through like the first chunk of final fantasy 7 again um and like my big saves that i have beaten it on like those those saves i've put you know hundreds of hours into Hmm. um and just... I'm kind
1: of tempted to start up a new game, honestly. Do it.
3: Um, like I say, I, I played it through recently, and it still holds up. Um... It does. Cause I, mean, I watched you play it mm. through. Like
1: I was just saying, like when we first moved in, we didn't have the internet for fucking ages, so it was just like, guess we just play Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. So I, yeah, <laughs> sat there watching. It's fantastic. Um,
3: my only, my only real problem, my only real problem with it is Cloud. Look, I love you, man, but like, why, why you got to pine after Ares so much when Tifa is right there?
1: Tifa is the best. I, th- I feel that this is a reflection of the time and for the the writing of her, how it's not very good and how she's literally like, oh, yeah, I'll, like, date you if you be my bodyguard. girl. It's like, okay, um, that's not cute, Japan. Not, yeah. over- not over here. We don't think that's cute. We think that's really fucking irritating. And, like, she really doesn't have much of a personality apart from, I'm a pure girl. Yeah
2: um who's important i mean she wants to have she wants to have fun more than tifa does
1: yeah yeah Yeah. but the thing is i think tifa's just like she's she's i mean i'm not gonna harp on like aries for not being capable (laughs) but like you know tifa is capable she's she's get shits done Mm. she like she has a direction she's not constantly being like oh well you know I could like if, if you cleaned the floor I, I might date you I hate that kind but, of a, oh if you do this I'll date you it's yeah. like how about I don't fucking throw you out the window yeah but
3: positive today yeah <laughs> at least she dies <laughs> <laughs>
2: I've literally just gone past that bit. And you can fuck off.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. Yes, yes. I, I
1: talk a big game, but even that part moves me. because <laughs> it uh, is very well the done. The
3: fight, uh, the fight you do straight after she dies,
1: heartbreaking. Um, it's like you know why? Yeah, what? It's, with it's the
3: music, with the
1: So you can like you know wipe your tears away while you're fighting.
3: Um, like with yeah, with uh, Aries theme playing whilst yeah. whilst you're fighting. Uh, I can't remember which Genova it is. Is it Genova, <sighs> yeah. Is it Genova death? Was I don't think Genova so yeah. I think it's Genova I, I, I can remember never it. remember which Genova yeah. is which I'll be there's perfect there's yeah. because I no, the last one Synthesis I think, I no is synthesis, yeah. I think? Mm. Um, but anyway um, as, as you're fighting that like yeah I I joke about like disliking and stuff. I, I, I play it up for
1: laughs honestly I, yeah. like, she is just my least favourite only character,
3: the only character that actually kind of annoys me mm-hmm. is um, Kate Sith just Mm, he's just kind of there. I think I've been told his, like the name is supposed to be pronounced radically different because it's actually like a um, Gaelic name. Yeah, but. <laughs> um, okay. And I can never remember how I'm supposed to pronounce it. But I'll continue to pronounce it the way I did it as a
1: kid. It's the
3: same reason why I Kishish. will always call Yuffie Yuffie as opposed to Yuffie because I always call like, her Yuffie, Yuffie as a kid. is not yeah.
1: how you pronounce it. Well, no. It's like, okay, if um, we're going for like Japanese pronunciation. Yeah. tifa is correct and yuffie is also correct yeah whereas we're talking english pronunciation mm. tifa is correct and yuffie is correct because if it was one f it would be yuffie yeah but it's two f's it's and like the tifa is like it is it's a single f if it was tifa it would be two f's
3: yeah so um.
1: don't, and also it's chocobo like chocolate. <laughs> Not. Oh yeah. wow! I love Chocobo. It's
3: fine. Like we, we did go off on this massive Choc- rant. This,
1: I uh, will continue this year. to go on, on this fucking fi- massive rant. If people
3: okay. keep fucking
1: things wrong. It's, it's th-
3: fine. Calm down. No. It's okay.
1: Oh, I'm getting upset. Don't get upset. It's a positive episode. Just dial it back. It's okay. I'm positive that that makes me angry.
3: Well, you can be angry. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, um, I fucking love the game. It's fantastic. I've talked at length about it on multiple occasions. Best video game ever for me, love it. Good, Chocobo's are great. <laughs> Fucking yeah, yeah. love it. Yeah, Ugh, your choice is so much better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's not. It's not too late to be better, like me. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's my number one. So, um, snipe. What is your number one?
1: My number one is gonna shock everyone. Honestly, it's Metal <laughs> Gear Solid Three. Snake no. Eater. Yeah, I know. I know. I completely, <laughs> completely shocked everyone with that. I have, again, spoken at length about how much I love this fucking game, but I will do a quick top, like, a bit of a, uh, what's the word? Summer. Recap. There we go. Recap.
0: Yeah.
1: Metal Gear Solid 3 is really good. The characters are really good. The story is a little dumb, but told in such an earnest and wonderful way. The gameplay is jank, honestly. Metal (laughs) Gear, like, Metal Gear controls, like, didn't start making sense until MGS4, and that's probably the only good thing about MGS4. (laughs) So, yeah, no, like, it's just, I really like the survival elements, that was really new and interesting, especially for the time, it's just not something you'd really had to really do in games before, it's like, your character is hungry, therefore their wounds won't heal as, as quick, and you're like, Okay, shit. So I gotta feed this guy, and make sure that what I'm feeding him isn't poisonous. And if he likes it, then he'll re- recover more stamina and be more full, and and shit like that. And like the camo index was a fantastic like uh, introduction. And CQC, I never really used because I was bad at it.
3: <laughs> um, it was it was interest an interesting addition that you kind of didn't have to use much, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, really. Uh, you could do it in the in the boss boss fight which you know that's another thing like the boss is probably one of the best female characters in video games she mm. is yeah fan- fantastic especially coming from kojima who like i mean he, originally he wanted her to like have it like you know, the big scar she's got originally he wanted that to be a tattoo and she was going to be a sniper so every time she fired her tits would jiggle and it would look like the snake was moving and yet he came from that and made the boss <laughs> a damn good female character.
3: I, I, I don't know how. He occasionally manages to do a really good female character, and I have no idea how he manages yeah, it. The man who so-
1: came out with the boss, the, mo- the, the a strong female character in the way she's not like, I'm going to beat up men, because that's what some people think a strong female character is. But no, she is fucking strong. Mm. Not just emotionally, but physically, like, no, she's not even strong physically. She, she is capable. She is capable. She is way more capable than Big Boss, the guy you're playing as. Mm. She kicks his ass because she's <laughs> better than he is. She's just straight up, she's more skilled. She's, she's more disciplined. Mm. She can, she can completely emotionally separate because she is that dedicated to her cause. She is just better than him. And, like, it's not kind of like, ha-ha, Snake, I'm a girl and I beat you. It's just, no, I am a soldier. I am your, you know, I am your mentor and I am better than you. It's that Mm. kind of thing. And then she kind of basically, like, just, she defects and it's like, throws everything into disarray. And it's like, you've got this whole thing that Snake's going through, this massively horrible emotional trauma of basically, like, close friend, family member, mother kind of relationship with this woman who's literally just gone yeah no I denounce you and everything you you stand for and it's this horrible kind of thing and like while he's also going to investigate all this bullshit and this new metal gear like the shagger hard and all this other bullshit and this and she is this, this looming threat over him constantly the whole thing is you have to assassinate the boss that's one mm. of your primary objectives and you don't want to do that because she's such a fantastic fucking character and she obviously means so much to snake And there's like, like, Eva's in between fucking muddying the lines and all this kind of stuff. And I just, I, it's so good. (laughs) Fucking, I love the boss so much because, yeah, the man who came out with fucking the boss came out with quiet. (laughs) Who's like, I breathe through my skin so I have to literally just dry hump you while wearing like a bunch of string in the helicopter. (sighs) It's like, again... No shade if, if somebody wants to wear a bunch of strings and dry hump you, but the fact that it's done in such a creepy manner. Yeah. It's, like, it's kind of shocking that the same person came out with these, these two very, very, very different characters. Mm. But yeah, no, it's like, that's fantastic. The, you know, gunplay is, well, it's a Metal Gear game. It's, uh, it's, it's tricky. <laughs> uh, stealth is good. Uh, there's a bunch of twists and turns. The music... I could talk for days about how fantastic the, mu- the music is. The music is really good in it Snake It's phenomenal. Absolutely fantastic. Um, the boss fights are good. Uh, the end boss fight is very unconventional and just fan fucking fantastic. It's, it's classic sniper duel where you'll spend most of your time sneaking about and locating the other person. And it's just great. Mm. It's also genuinely it, funny. It's also very funny. Despite
3: yeah. having a lot of heavy themes of like nuclear war and shit. It like- just grim. It's like peak codec conversation. Yeah
1: they, that that was really <laughs> the last one where, I mean I haven't played 5 because you know, because I'm staying loyal to the boss, to David Hayter. <laughs> to your boss. To my boss. But yeah. like MGS4 just, it was just like hey Snake, I'm calling you in your codec to remind you that, you know, children die. It's like oh thanks, oh, Articon. The ones in
3: MGS4 are purely perfunctory to just move the story on. Yes,
1: out. oh and they're constantly like oh Snake, by the way you need to be doing this two seconds later, Snake, don't forget to do this. Four minutes, like, like, four seconds later, it's like, hey, Snake, do you know that, like, everything that you love will die one day? Okay, bye. <laughs> Just want to make sure that you're feeling sad. I mean, you're not far off.
0: <sighs> it's fucking...
1: <laughs> yeah. But MGS3 has, like, it has the balance of, of yeah, dealing with incredibly heavy themes, very, very uncomfortable fucking themes. Like, there is there's nuclear war, there's, like, there's all these horrible kind of, like, you know casualties of war, collateral, civilian deaths, you know, the whole what the public here is literally 2% of it, you know, like, there's, there's, there's double crossing, there's triple crossing, there's fucking love, like, true love, marriage, all that fucking <laughs> stuff, you know, all this grim shit, and like, sexual assault, they kind of cover that kind of thing, and like, honeypots, and how mentally taxing that is on Eva, mm. and... And then they start talking about vampires and, like...
3: And there's a man who shoots bees at you. There's a like. man who
1: shoots fucking bees at you that he built, that he, he fucking cultivates in his own body like a weirdo. There's the fucking fear who you can't fight with a straight face.
0: The fear.
1: The fear coming to my web. Like, could I Kinda not? not? <laughs> but yeah, you get all this stuff and, like... And it's it works so perfectly. You have the crocodile cap. <laughs> <laughs>
3: It's like the goofiest, most serious game. I know, and you don't know think it is, and
1: it's fucking fantastically done because everything in con- like in the context of playing it works perfectly.
3: I think it's because it takes it, it sort of takes being serious it takes being serious like very seriously, but it takes being goofy just as seriously. So it like commits to both those mm, things, and it yeah. knows when to be silly and when not to be silly. Which I think is something that MGS as a series, has often had a bit of a yeah. dodgy relationship with. So yeah. sometimes it will do silly things when it really shouldn't, and sometimes it will be overly serious when it shouldn't, whereas 3 yeah. had quite three a good 3 had balance. a fantastic
1: balance, I completely agree with that. Um, and it's just, it was just a fun tactical espionage action game. <laughs> but yeah. I, I absolutely adore that game. It's fucking fantastic.
3: It's a good one. It's a good one. It's a very good one. Draw a butch. What is uh, your number one most favouritest game of it all time? forever,
1: no give it is, it is
2: more disappointing than both of yours. <laughs> you saying mine was um, disappointing? It's, no, you're, you're, you two had good choices. Okay, and had good reasons for your choices. My choice was jank when it came out, looked bad when it came out, the story's meh, gameplay's kind of the same. Fallout? <laughs>
0: I'm, no, joking, I'm joking, no,
2: But it was on my list of five, and when I went through, I started at five, I was like, well... Kind of by process of elimination, it becomes number one. Okay. World of Warcraft.
1: Yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, okay. I've played yeah, so much I spent, of that game. Like,
2: there's so much of it is jank, but, yeah. and yet I've had so many good times on it. Yeah, hmm. no, this is very true. Um, we spent a long, a long time playing together, Back, I can't remember when it was that we played. What, a good few years It was cat- years Cataclysm ago. era. It was, just, yeah. it was yeah. we played not long a lot.
1: after Cataclysm came out. I got super into it because Worgans. And then I <laughs> yeah. it was like, Hey Ash Sarah, you wanna play it? And then they got super into it because Night Elves and Draenei. And then you were like, Yeah, I'll play with you guys because I like Rose. Yeah. <laughs>
2: and and then... it and it was and it was great, like we had so much good times together and mm-hmm. yeah, and there was a and lot to do despite if even if you take away like the fetch quest side of things. There's still a lot
3: to explore, and it's a huge game of stuff you can do.
1: Absolutely. Oh, I mean,
3: if you sit down and you... Like, I, I, I've tried to do things, like, when I when I used to play, of, like, trying to go through, like, and do full quest lines in, like, old areas and stuff. And you really start to realise how much content is it's almost... It's crazy. It's almost forgotten that's in the game. Mm. And like, haven't they rebalanced it now? So like, old content like balances up to your well, level. Well, um,
1: what they did because they introduced a level scaling, which is what they did in Legion, which I quite liked because then you could go to any area and it would be suited to your level.
3: That's that's good because that I, th- I did I mm. did really
1: like that because that's that means that you know like they, they have said that with this expansion they will be they will be expanding that uh, good, with Battle great. for Azeroth because I did really like that because the amount of times like especially in heirlooms or you're just lucky you'll end up slightly over and you'll be like halfway through a quest chain in a certain area that say you're really enjoying the story of or you're in, really enjoying just the atmosphere of being there and you're like well I mean I have to go over here now because well you get so over leveled it's, it's literally no point yeah but yeah. now it's like with with introducing like level scaling it's like that doesn't seem like that's going to be an issue anymore and it's like oh that's fun mm. and that gives it a bit more fresh so if you get completely fed up of a particular area you can just fuck off somewhere else Yeah, and I'm like no I like that I think that's fantastic I really hope that they uh they implement that like they promised.
2: Yeah. But yeah, no. cuz I I my my biggest criticism like because it's not about the gameplay and it's not about well you know you know what I mean, it's not about the graphics being very dated even when it came out. That's the whole that's not the point of it. Um my only real criticism of it is that I really don't like how it's pay per month and it's also you have to pay for the expansions.
1: Yeah. That is my biggest problem because like, I want, which to which is why one, one of the reasons I haven't
2: played since I've not played the pre, the one that's out now since it came out because I was like I don't want to have to pay for the game and then pay that and then pay for at least a month or two I'll be playing it.
1: Yeah, I mean I feel that they could probably circumvent that by going oh uh, like Battle for Azeroth is like forty pounds that's outrageous. Especially because, like, apparently there's, like, barely anything in it, and it's, like, everything to do with the story is, like, even by Warcraft standards, a joke. Apparently it's just so poor. And, like, they're charging 40 quid for that, so I think the way they get around to that would be, go, oh, you get a month or two months free subscription time. You know what I mean? I think I'd I'd
0: be way more, I'd be like,
1: ooh, no, ooh, that's a good deal, because then, like you know that's actually saving a bit of money and making sure that you'll actually be able to play it and i don't know why they don't do that Uh, well no i guess i do money (laughs) but it makes sense to me that that would be a fantastic that that would be a big draw for more people to play because yeah Yeah. as you say it's like yeah I, i could start up my subscription again now but then i have to spend 40 fucking quid to get the new expansion that i don't even know if i'm gonna like so, eh.
2: Yeah, but but my being at number one is, mo- is mostly based around... Mostly Cataclysm and mm-hmm. a bit of uh, drain, uh, Draenor. Yeah. Is it Draenor, the next one? Yeah, War of Draenor. Yeah, that's right.
1: Fucking love. Yeah, mostly cataclysm. based
2: around that sort of era.
1: You played Mop um, as well, didn't you?
2: Yeah, oh, sorry, that was the next one. Yeah, Fair sorry, yeah. Mostly based more. around ca- yeah Cataclysm and Mop, sorry, is what yeah. I meant. Catch and, and then Mop. I d- <laughs> and then I did play with Draenor as well. Mm. Um... But didn't enjoy it quite as much as those previous two. Yeah. I, like I also tried it when um, it, I can't remember if it was vanilla or if it was um, Burning Crusade that I tried it for the first time, and it was a complete chore and a nightmare. Yeah, I tried despite it. What, despite after. what people, despite what people say about oh, it gets worse every time. Which I guess I guess is what we're doing after the era that we played it, and then the new ones are like, oh, there's not really much to do, and it's <laughs> <laughs> so honestly, I guess if they we're guilty out of the same another thing. Another
1: expansion that was just about werewolves—that would be my favorite expansion. So, <laughs> you know, I think Cataclysm with, uh, was like, hey, here's <laughs> werewolves, and I was like, shit, yeah, best expansion.
3: I think part of the thing is is that because the game has been through so many different eras. It's totally understandable for someone to be, say, super into early WoW or super into like mid-era WoW like we were or super into modern WoW and not like the other ones because it has changed. Like, just the general experience of playing it has changed so much. I totally understand it. Like, people loving certain eras of it and hating the earlier or the later parts of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yep. So yeah, that's apparently my number one. (laughs) Something (laughs) that we we all kind of spent a long time complaining
2: about. (laughs) I feel a little bit of shame, but it is great. It was great. It can be great.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I think what I like best about it is that it's one of those things where you can kind of pick what you want to do. It's like, I pretty much really only like LFR raid, like, and roleplay. That's all I really do in WoW anymore. And you know what? That suits me fine. Yeah, I don't want to PvP. Never have, but no, like some people will it. literally only play the game for PvP, and that's yeah. completely whatever they want to do. That's I, fine.
3: I I I, I played PvP when I oh well, I mean I haven't played WoW in years, but I used to play PvP from time to time. But like, it was a weird experience because I I never took it seriously. Like everyone, every time
1: I played a PvP match, someone was screaming racial slurs at me immediately. It's like, wait, the fucking gates haven't even opened.
3: I like how Siri turns on when you say talking about people like hurling racial slurs. I think your, your Siri is trying to tell us something. <laughs> Siri,
1: fuck off, and that's your Siri. Oh,
3: it was my Siri. My Siri's the racist one. Okay, yeah, yours. Um, which Which
1: of our Siri's is racist? <laughs> it's yours, honey. Um, but yeah, no.
3: but yeah, I, ne- I never really took it seriously. It was just, I, I, I just like would go in and just like, oh, well, this is a fun thing. I, I loved it when you'd have, like, the the big, what, what was it called? Was it Altrak Valley? Altrak, was that the one where, like, you basically all ran at each other and then tried to, like, they basically ran past each other? But I loved it when that didn't happen, when you'd have basically 80 people, middle. like 40 people aside, run into each other, and then you'd have this huge fight that would go up and down the map. It just never ended. And if you were <laughs> quick and knew what you were doing, you could, like, jump from one fight to another and keep yourself alive which especially in cast closing because I played as a th- druid I played feral combat druid so which is broken they were way. they were so broken in that expansion mm-hmm. like I, I basically I, I was like oh I'll go tank a fucking dungeon oh no I won't even bother to change spec I'll just go in my damage four it's like me as a
1: warrior having <laughs> literal rage yeah. tanking gear was having trouble.
3: But I, I loved like that kind of PvP where it was this endless endless fight and it was like horrifically unbalanced but it was fine because I was like going into it like accepting it was horrifically unbalanced. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you t- treated it like a balanced video game you'd hate it. <laughs> it <laughs> I was infuriating. it like something that
1: could have been fun which is why it didn't sit with yeah.
3: me. Um, and I, but, yeah. but that was the thing. I had fun when the serious PvP players were raging because they, they hated the way I like to play. And so when the no, game they, went like they that, just they'd hate be furious. You if you're having fun. Well, yeah, um, but yeah, uh, it, it, I I totally get because I have so many good memories of it, and it's 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 a funny one because like objectively you have so many like nitpicks, but like as some of yeah. uh, yeah. so H- Hence why
2: when we were talking about it, like pretty much everything I had to say was negative, and yeah, it's still up there. Yeah, it's it's a weird one like that. It's I It's very weird, and I, like there's something has got to be said for it. It's lasted so fucking long. Oh yeah, like. That's got to be something... There's there's at least a core of goodness to it, even if it has layers of jank on top of it. Even
3: if it's just straight-up Stockholm Syndrome, you know? But yeah, Possibly. But I think there is something, something to be said about it. I mean, this is yeah. like... And, you know, like, I had no background in Warcraft, because I know you... So like, no, you, I, you I, I, might... I didn't oh, either. Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, I grew up on, like, Warcraft 2, orcs versus humans and and all that. Like, So, yeah, I just... Because I remember trying to get into it and we didn't have much money at the time, and I was like, I really want to play WoW, but we can't afford it, so I'll play Lord of the Rings Online, and it was just full of like in game adverts and just free to play garbage, and I was like, this has just ruined my day. And so I was like, I'll have it like a two week trial, and. Oh, well.
3: I, I think it like. <laughs>
1: hundreds, literally hundreds of hours later.
3: Probably thousands.
1: Probably, like, probably. I have like.
3: Definitely thousands.
1: 25 you 30 see? Alts. It hmm?
3: t- It will, tell, it will you. tell you when
1: you log in, it says time played. Oh, yeah, and time played this level. So,
3: yes, a like, dangerous thing to look has at. like,
1: oh, I've looked at Redmore.
3: What, what was Redmore, which was my main character? It was like 300 hours, 300 hours, it was
1: like 390 really? hours, maybe. You should-
3: I'm sure it must be more than that. Maybe
1: I'm remembering wrong. That might be... I'm thinking of Luca, maybe. Because I'm an altaholic, so I have, like, a bunch of different ones, whereas you just stuck... Stopped, you, you stopped yeah, I mostly guy. just
2: played the one character. <laughs> yeah. yeah, your favourite part of New Expansions was that when they increased the amount of characters you could have. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, it ooh, like
1: yeah. what can I have today? <laughs> okay. I have, like, one of each, so... I have, like, three shamans, four mages... <laughs> I, I, I tend to, like, with mages, I wanted one of every spec. Yeah. yeah. Because mages are a lot of fun to play. <laughs> so.
3: Yeah. Uh, it's, it's that funny thing, like, it's, it is, like, a part of, like, our, our kind of past, like, together, like, as, as you know, our, our general group, like, the friends and, the mm. all, and our relationships, like...
1: And now we've moved on up to D&D, where we don't have to pay fucking monthly for it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but, yeah. It's
1: only as jank as we imagine it, so... Yeah.
3: But, yeah, I... <laughs> I, to- I as you say, like you know, we've we've spent we've spent a weird amount of time complaining about it, but we all have this like pl- place in our heart for WoW. Yeah, and, like it's as embarrassing as that may be. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I, don't I think it's embarrassing. I totally, one hundred percent, understand you putting it at number one by like, accident. By accident, <laughs> by accident, kind of. <laughs> but no, I totally get that. So. Um...
1: So we've been going for a while. Though. We've been going for a
3: while. This, hell this, yeah. this is what, two and a half hours. Um, by the time we cut out all of the weird pauses and the parts where we stopped, um, to cut out where an ambulance drove past,
1: or where Drama Matt was getting like pressure washed, uh,
3: <laughs> uh, which hopefully won't you won't hear on the final recording. Uh, uh-huh. It is a weird hum you hear. That's what yeah. that is. Apolo- apologies if you d- if if you hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, blame and if you
1: if you don't, then you win a prize. <laughs> blame
3: the French um, <laughs> as a collective entity. Uh, You're so English. <laughs> well, because at least one of them was pressure washing somewhere. Yeah, um, and that yeah. is their collective fault, apparently. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, but yeah. So, uh, thank you for listening to this slightly weird podcast where yeah. we managed to be at least eighty percent positive about things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is, uh, uh, I think, impressive for us. Maybe. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening. And uh, we shall return to normal and answer questions and things and generally be curmudgeons. Yeah. Oh, speak, speaking
2: of questions, if anyone wants to email in with their... Um, favourite games oh, We yeah. were happy yeah. to Tell you why
1: you're Incorrect <laughs> And why ours are Set in stone And the only games You're like you're allowed to like no, yeah.
2: I'm, I'm just genuinely Intrigued as to how Diverse it is Or whether hmm. basically Everyone emails in With Final
3: Fantasy 7 <laughs> Yeah just give us Your favourite game <laughs> Yeah if you, if you, if you fa- Just your favourite game Or like a top five Or just five in yeah. general That are like your favourites They don't have to be Numbered like you don't Have to be as rigid yeah. as we have And
2: depending on how Many we get I might we might not Read through all of them I guess I might hmm. If we get loads I might sort of Collate you know a few people said this, a few people. Be- so yeah, we'll yeah. see. But, yeah,
3: but be really interested. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Um, interesting. Send those to mat at snipeandwib at gmail.com.
1: What was that address again?
3: Onlydrummamat at snipeandwib at gmail.com.
1: That's a stupid email address. It is indeed.
3: It is. And on, on that note, we shall bid you all good day.
1: Bye. Goodbye.
3: Bye.